Welcome, welcome to the Abuan Chronicles podcast. This podcast is hosted by five black Muslim women. Hafsa, Ikran, Istahil, and Zahra. It's your girl Ummo, your resident Crip, here to remind you that the first letter of Crip stands for community. Join us every month as we talk about our personal experiences, pop culture, identity, and politics. Hi everyone, the shout out of this episode goes to Mina, who's also known as Mina Shoots Online on Twitter. She's with me today from London. So introduce yourself, tell everyone about yourself, what you do. Hey guys, uh, my name's Mina. Mina Shoots, as a lot of people know me, and I am a freelance photographer. And I'm currently going into the filmmaking industry, so I, I don't know if I can call myself a filmmaker yet. But I'm a freelancer based in London specializing in you know portrait event and storytelling photography so yeah that's amazing like i've seen your pictures wallahi mashallah there i mean i feel like everyone who comes on here is like that we talk to for the shout outs are like extremely talented so like i'm at a loss for words but so right now are you like working as a photographer or um photography is my i wouldn't say side hustle but it's my second love so i have a professional career which i have and then i do my photography pretty much every other free chance i get it's funny because i never went into photography wanting to actually do it as a full-time thing or as a career or i never thought it would blow up this much as it has for me it was just like my getaway from like stress so i would just go out and you know take my phone and just go out like go to central london take pictures you know learn how to edit edit them and to me it was just like a stress reliever so that's why it's that's why it's not something that i do as a full-time you know monday to sunday job and also because freelancing is a headache you know unless your heart is in it 100 percent. there are risks that come with it and at the moment those risks are not risks that i'm willing to take but who knows what the future has for me that's true so like you didn't did you study something along the lines of this in school or is your like what your major in school is completely different completely different so in the uk we go to high school and then we go to college for two years and then we go to university and do our degree so i actually did media in college for two years so that's what i picked up all the skills that i learned and then i actually did my degree in accounting wow those are like two completely different fields but at least you did media in college i did media because i i, I wasn't going to go to uni to do it because i thought you know what a lot of the things that i'll learn in uni i can pretty much teach myself okay so like photography for you is it like more self-taught than i would say the editing is self-taught in terms of like okay so a lot of people when they first pick up a crap camera they don't know like the features and you know what's the autofocus what's manual focus those kind of things i knew already because i we used to do like photography shoots and you know my first the first cameras that i learned how to use was actually a nikon and i hate nikons now what camera do you have now i have a, i use canon i'm team canon all the way so a lot of the things that i taught myself was more like the editing side mm-hmm. because we didn't get much exposure to that to, to that when I was studying media but that's the most important part like editing the pictures I feel like okay taking the pictures I'm not gonna say it's easy because I'm not a photographer but I feel like it's all in the editing like that's what makes a picture it's two things that make the picture the eye and the editing and I always say that like some people they just have a way with capturing a picture and you were probably there in the moment and the moment probably didn't look like that but in the picture it looks 10 times better and then when it comes to editing you can take a simple picture on your phone and edit it to look like you took it on your camera. That's true. I've seen a lot of people who use their phones and then they look like professional photography cameras. 
I always get messages like on, on Snapchat saying, hi, I want to get a camera. What camera should I get? And I always say to people, are you guys rich to buy a camera straight away? Yeah, a lot of people think that as long as you, if you have a camera, then you're a photographer. But that's not the case. A lot of work goes into it. It's honestly like saying I wear a basketball jersey, so I play for the Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> I love your Raptors reference. Thank you, I try. <laughs> but that's so true. Like, a lot of people, like, I understand a lot of people are eager to learn, but, like, you have to understand just because someone else can do it and you see their work, it like, you can learn how to do it too, but it won't come as easy. Like, you can't just do it just because you have the same equipment. You have to put in the amount of work and effort and, like, learn how to do it honestly yeah people will have the best equipment and they will still take average photos fair yeah over here we have football like you lot call it soccer right yeah (laughs) some people will come to like a a kickabout in like the football boots the socks shin pads the football shirt and they would be the shittest player just because they are dressed apart doesn't mean they're like exactly that's true so i feel like so what would you say to people who are aspiring photographers or people who own cameras and want to take really nice pictures but just can't seem to get there firstly i would say know the camera so know the ins and the outs of every feature from the landscape option portrait when is the best time to use it learn about the iso the aperture learn about autofocus or manual focus what you feel like is best for you to shoot in if you don't own a camera and you own an iphone 7 or an 8 or better yet a 10 what if you own an iphone 6 plus i'm asking for myself (laughs) i had an iphone 6 plus I literally upgraded recently, and I still used to take pictures of it. Okay, yeah, so I'm taking notes right now. So, sorry, what did he say we should do? <laughs> Honestly, um, your your camera, if you own anything above a 5, an iPhone 5, you will have a great Pixel camera. Okay, so everyone who has less than iPhone 5, try again. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> you know, if at first you don't succeed. <laughs> try and try and upgrade and get a better phone. <laughs> call, call your cellular network. But um, oh, what program do you use to edit? So I use Adobe Lightroom. Okay, I've heard of that one. I use Photoshop, but I don't really... Photoshop is more for, like, manipulative pictures. Like, if I want to put a random person in the middle of the street, I'll Photoshop them in. To be honest, it does the same thing as Lightroom, because there are the same editing features on Lightroom, but I just prefer Lightroom because I feel like that's the best software when it comes to editing pictures, tones, colours, etc. And any of you aspiring photographers, take notes and listen to what Mina has to say. Yeah, and um, if any photographers, I'm bringing out a series soon, um, a video series, yeah, talking about photography, filmmaking. So it's similar to this podcast episode, but a lot more in-depth. Amazing. Okay, so like, how would people be able to access this? Is Are you just going to post it online or? I'm doing it in collaboration with a new network that's coming up. Amazing. So I think you should be plugging that right here so that people know to like, they know what's up. I think the episode, the, this podcast is going to drop when my promo video drops on, on, on their social medias. So I'm good to promote it right now. I'm basically doing a lot of episodes because people have asked me to do Lightroom tutorials, Photoshop tutorials, and, you know... So I'll bring bringing out 10 episodes. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. I love that you're, like, letting everyone know on here so that people... You guys heard it here first. Exclusive Tabuan podcast. Yes, it is. 
<laughs> so like just tell everyone where they can find you on social media so that they can keep up to date and like hear about it as soon as it drops cool so on my social is my twitter instagram snapchat is all the same minashoots m-i-n-s-h-o-o-t-s and everything will be on there um i'm currently taking podcast um podcast podcast by wale because that's all i've been listening to lately because <laughs> they're amazing i currently take questions on my curious cat in one of the videos so if you just like head over to my twitter page any questions as long as they're pg rated of course no real source please just ask photography related questions right anything that relates to photography filmmaking content creating you know we're trying to breed the new generation of creatives that's true so everyone head over to her instagram her twitter her curious cat let her know show some love right so we need to support our somali artists and our people well thank you so much for joining us on the abuadico podcast and inshallah you go on to bigger and better things and your photography keeps flourishing inshallah i mean thank you very much thank you for having me I know. Shout out to her who's just out here like connecting us with everyone. So shout out to her. And and, and I have listened to your podcast many times. But my favourite episode, and I'm not being biased, is the one with A. Musa. Shout out to A. Musa for joining us too. Thank you so much guys for having me. Thank you for joining us. And hopefully one day we could do like an actual podcast session maybe in Toronto. We would actually love that. International collaborations. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Abwan Chronicles. I'm Hafsa and I'm here with Umukhan, Ikran, and we have a special guest with us today, Yay. Queen Book from Sheko Sheko. Yay, thank you so much guys for having me. Uh, my name, as you said, my name is Queen Book from Sheko Sheko. Mm-hmm. I'm a little under the weather, so I will try my very best to project my voice and not cough into your ears. It's okay, no problem. So what yeah. should we call you? Should we call you Queen or Book? Or Queen Book. Queen Book. Or Q- uh, yeah. QB. QB. Yeah, I know, right? QB is a nice Is a it? Nice yeah. You could call me whatever you want. Just okay. not my real name. <laughs> it's, yeah, the cross-branding has not happened yet. And mm-hmm. so we're supposed to be... I, I What I'm going to be planning to do in the next couple of weeks, I haven't I had a... We had a conversation with our social media person. And so mm-hmm. I have to bring my personal social media and the Queen Book social media and bring it together because I'm not very good at uploading onto the queen book one of you guys noticed my instagram is like yeah six pictures mm-hmm. and i never go on but on my personal one like it's full of pictures i'm constantly on it yeah. and so um i don't know why i do that i think it's because i'm not very good at social media period and so the two will come together inshallah in the next couple of weeks and uh, we will see if i get better at it inshallah don't worry yeah. about it but like and from the beginning yeah the whole anonymity thing what was that about yeah uh I, I'm so happy my face can breathe. Um, it was, <laughs> the hats are hilarious. Yeah. Lie. Oh my god! Do you know how Especially many hats I have Especially when you guys went to Columbus. Oh yeah, yeah. That was missions. Did you hide from everyone? Yeah, it was. It was so hard, guys. I don't. Yeah. I don't think you understand. It was so. It was so hard. It was so hard on my face. Like as a as a as a as a woman as a human being that has only women have faces no as a human being with a face it's so hard on my skin like always constantly like you I have to put on makeup because I am going on stage but then do I only put on makeup on the bottom half of my face or the top and then like I don't and then I'm ruining the insides of the hat so anyways it all came about because I um, so Mohammed uh, Ahmed Mohammed Ahmed who is the founder of Shaka Shaka when he came up to me and said hey listen I really want you to do Shaka Shaka I at the time because of 
my career because of the side projects that I was doing. I didn't know what Cheka Cheka was going to be. And so I thought to myself, if I say yes to Cheka Cheka, I want to be real. Like, I don't want to be fake. I don't want to sit there Mm -hmm. and just be like this fake person that doesn't tell and police myself. But at the same time, I can't say fuck the white man. And then you're working. And then I go work for the white man. Like, it just, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, when I say that, I mean like the government and like all these crazy institutions that are above us. Because that's how it works these days. Like, everybody's being exposed on social media. Everybody knows your business. You can't really hide. I can't hide. You can't have. So I'm trying to close deals here, shaking shaking hands and kissing babies. (laughs) And then someone's like, yeah, you're a racist. And I'm like, no, that's not. I was talking about, you know, how to uplift the black community and da 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 da. And so I was like, I don't want to get into that. Let me cover my face. And so we started off as a podcast, like you guys, and but we put it on YouTube. And it was, I remember it was like the circulating uh, Shaka Shaka logo. And then we were like, hey, let's do a little bit of video with it. And so they would always catch me from the back, right, where my, like the curly hair was supposed to be my signature, (laughs) even though 95% of Somali girls have curly hair. No, but you have a very distinctive voice, so you didn't have to really work. That's what worked out. That's exactly what worked out. And so I didn't know that. Like, I don't walk around. I've never, like, I've been told that when I was younger, but I never thought to myself, I'm going to make a career out of this or a passion out of it. And so I was still covering my face and I'd go to weddings, minding my own business. I'll never forget (laughs) it. I was sitting down and this young girl was complaining that she had to help with the wedding. And I grabbed her hand and I was like, don't worry, baby girl. I'm like, I had to help with my cousin's wedding. And my cousin's sitting next to me. And so I was saying it to like jab at her. I was like, I had to help with this girl's wedding. Remember when I had sauce all over my dinner? We're laughing. And the young girl looks at me with her eyes just like lit up. And I went... (laughs) I'm sorry, I, I shouldn't have touched you, my pot. Like, I'm thinking, like, maybe I should have grabbed her hand. Yeah, she yeah. went, Quinda! And ran. I went, I, I never, that was the first time it ever happened. I went, I looked at my cousin, I was like, help, 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 help. And she was like, oh, oh my God. She's like, my cousin's laughing. She's like, it's about to go down. And she was like, don't look, don't look. And I'm like, what's happening behind me? The little girl went and got all her little girlfriends, and they all piled in front of me. And then the aunties are like, what's going on here? And so how do you explain that to the aunties? And I was like, I did not sign up for this. I just wanted to eat the bris and hilip and leave at the wedding. And so that's when I realized, like, my voice is very distinct, and and it just kind of continued. And then fast forward last year, I I got tired of it. To be quite honest with you, I got tired of, like, covering my face. We started traveling, doing live shows, and not being able to walk. Like, people were like, she can't walk in heels. No, I can't walk because I don't see. see like, right. what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm, I'm like, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I can't see half of you. Like, I'm only seeing half of your bodies, like yeah. the bottom half of your bodies. So even and the live shows, you're trying not to show your face. Not to show my face, yeah. Are you just looking down? I'm constantly looking down, and it's hard. really hard not, like, to engage with people without yeah. looking at them. Dumb, like, yeah. it's imagine me talking to you right now looking down. Like, I don't know how you're, yeah. reci- like, are you reciprocating the information? Are, do you get it? Do you, are you, what is your face? saying yeah right and so and the other thing is people might not understand why you're doing it and, and people they might take it the wrong way. They took it. The, not only did they take it the wrong way, I saw that in the comments people would uh, they would deliberately like try to take pictures of me. Like I would go to the washroom and be like, "Yo, I can't breathe." Like my face has been covered, and they'd like try to take pictures oh, of me. So I have been outed before, mm-hmm. and like and so I like on different blogs and whatnot. And I just thought to myself, 
how do I divine her like why am I doing this still like you know I'm just showing my face and you know what it's not like you said anything problematic on Sheikh Shekel no and you're a moderator for the most part maybe other people have said problematic shit yeah Yeah. but you haven't said problematic shit so you're fine that's and I went and I told my boss like before I made the decision Mm -hmm. I went to all of my higher ups I said this is what I do do you have a problem with it and they were like why didn't you tell us like they were so mad they were like why didn't you tell us (laughs) we could have profited off of this (laughs) I swear to god they were like do you need investments do you need money we're like what That's is this amazing. this is amazing this yeah, is in the yeah. community it's toronto it's canadian let's do like they were mad that i didn't tell them mm-hmm. that they could put their name on it yeah. and sponsor us or do something and wow. i was like i thought i was gonna get fired like what yeah. right and it's ironic that now that i have my face showing i'm more savage than when i wasn't showing my face mm-hmm. it's i just now you're more part of the show because before yeah. when you're behind the camera yeah. and you're just there asking people questions you're yeah. not really allowed to have an opinion yeah yeah, and but now I can't because, see anybody. Yeah, That's the other yeah, thing. Yeah. Like people see how expressive my face is, and like yeah. so when LJ makes you know an interesting comment, <laughs> you see my eyes roll, <laughs> right? As opposed to like you don't yeah. see my face beforehand. Yeah. So I think it was the best decision ever. Yeah. And uh, yes, people have do recognize me. But I realized the fun part about it. Like I've gotten used to it. I don't think I'm ever gonna got, get. I don't think I'll ever get fully used to it. But I've gotten used to it as opposed to that wedding day, right? Yeah. Where I got called down. I was like I. I left the wedding, guys. Nobody's mm-hmm. no halib, like literally packed <laughs> wow. up my stuff. I had makeup on, did and everything. And I told oh, my yeah. cousin, I said, it Peace. Your day. I'm going home. I have no idea what just happened to me. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah. how do I explain this to my aunt that doesn't even know I do this? Like, mm-hmm. the only person who knew that was sitting next to me was my cousin, right? And so now I'm a little bit more mm-hmm. confident with it. And mm-hmm. when I say confident, like, come at me, bro. Yeah. And nobody comes at me in a negative way. I don't know why I just said that, but it's come <laughs> at me, bro, in terms of like, I'm ready for whatever. Hey, can I take a picture with you? Sure. Can I get a yard? I don't know why you want it, but okay. <laughs> Do you people know? actually ask you yeah, for an autograph? No, it is like a whole different world. Like I, I, for me wow. personally, I'm like, I ain't shit. What do you want from <laughs> no, me? No, but I don't mean, I don't mean as in you ain't shit or anything. I am like, ain't shit. <laughs> I mean, people are genuinely like, who asks for autograph? Because you have to remember that some, it, it's, we don't dictate how somebody perceives me. Oh. These people perceive me as queen book these people perceive me as like the face of shaka shaka yeah. they they think it's a completely different world out there mm-hmm. you're doing this podcast to you you're like it's a podcast it's fun yeah, i'm yeah. doing it with my friends my loved ones my sisters somebody else is gonna meet you and be like oh am i god is that you guys like <laughs> they, they i don't think that'll ever happen the day i die <laughs> I can, but i cannot imagine. but you don't say that because you never know because remember i said the exact same thing i was like fine i'll do shaka shaka whatever this is and we'll see where it goes fast forward four years later it's a money generating you know we're doing our first movie i don't know if you guys have yeah heard. i saw that we saw the clip yeah. yeah yeah we're doing our first movie shooting starts in about five days oh wow. my goodness and it oh, and is, when's the anticipated release so to be quite honest, you're gonna be very disappointed. Oh my god, twenty like nineteen thirty or something. 20, no, 20? no, no, no. So the way it works is that um, there's I, I don't want to give all the intel away, but there the, when you put money into something, mm-hmm. money has to come back out of it, yeah. right? And so we're you are my audience. I would love to show it to you guys. We did it for you guys, but in order to get money back, we do have to go to the big dog, big dogs first. Yeah, the big dogs that are gonna buy it, the big uh-huh. dogs that are going to distribute it. Yeah, and so. When the big dogs buy it or distribute it or whatever, they put their hand on it. That is, we can no longer. We don't have that. Uh, we don't have that. As same. much control. Uh, exactly yeah. right. Like we have control. It's our movie, our narrative, our story. The way we wanted to do it, mm-hmm. but we don't have the say. As like, can I show it to my girlfriends? Yeah. yeah. Can we have a like a little viewing party for the Somali community? Mm-hmm. Like, no. But you will see it mm-hmm. once it has been 
taken care of, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But right? you're still getting to that point. Exactly. So well, first, it's got to get made. It's going to be in five days. I'm, uh, st- like, it's actually going to be um, filmed. And then after that, it has to be edited. Like, all oh, these people have to come together. This is a big, like, this is big for me. This is big for Muhammad. This is big for Shaka Shaka. And so uh, there's a lot that gets put into it. And then gets cut up and then film festivals and like, oh, like this is like, to me, I didn't even know this, right? I don't come from the film world. I come from Shaka Shaka and what we've been doing for the last four years, but I've never made a movie myself or mm-hmm. known anybody that has made a movie. And so it's, uh, but you'll see it. Like, it's not a no that you won't see it. Mm-hmm. You'll see it, but somebody has to push it for Are us. Are you going to be in it or? Yes. Uh, so far, as of right now, today, 545, 5, 544, <laughs> I am in it. Uh, I'm going to be playing like a very small cameo. I didn't want a be- very big part of it. And okay. so uh, I will try my very best to look the part. Yeah. <laughs> I have to look a little older. And alhamdulillah, Allah has blessed me with a youthful face. And so I don't know how I'm makeup. supposed to... Makeup. Yeah, like it's going to have to be some some crazy aesthetics mm-hmm. like we yeah. put together yeah. to look yeah. 45. But you're going to yeah. be working behind the scenes? like writing. Behind the scenes. I'm going to be there every single day. Production and writing and it, stuff? Well, no, I haven't written it. Uh, that is solely Muhammad Ahmed, who is the founder of Shaka Shaka. We call him the big boss. Mm-hmm. He has to take care of everything. I'm just the girl behind him going, you need help? You know, like <laughs> okay. I'm just right here to help whenever anybody needs mm-hmm. anything. So. But we will be finding out about like release dates and everything. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. In in the, in the future, up. we're so. even doing tour dates. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally, take it to the, all the big shots. Inshallah, if it all works out. Internationally, internationally, or? anybody. If the only problem is, is that we need people in those places to, to help out. To help out. We're. I don't know London. Yeah. I don't know where the nice theater in London is. I don't know where's the best place for everybody that commutes. Right. Like, yeah. I, if I put it in the in the boonies, whoever doesn't have a car can't get to it. I don't know these things mm-hmm. right i can't go to google map and be like i'm gonna do it there so i need a person in each city yeah. and if anybody who's listening to this when it's the time to be like listen i will be your like to go man i got your yeah. lights i got this da, 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 da. i need this money much money here's all your receipts mm-hmm. i'm your person on on uh, on site nice okay yeah. oh, that's good to hear yeah that yeah year. but then again you guys because you have that platform, Shek Shekel, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure every single Somali... Well, people will reach out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 People will reach out, especially yeah. if you guys put that out there, that, hey, you know, collaborators, people out there, yeah. we want to come and organize, like, a, a screening in your city. Yeah. Help uh, us out. I, inshallah. I'm 100% yeah. sure you're going to have... Because I will tell you something right you. now. MashaAllah, the amount of people that have hit us up about the movie mm-hmm. and wanting to help and to collaborate and just to, like, be all hands on deck, I was just so shocked and also overwhelmed with emotion like I was like wow sometimes I hate our community and sometimes I really love our community I know I feel like you either really love it or really hate it like sometimes you just get so mad and then sometimes you're just like oh that's exactly how I felt no because the one thing about some people is they're not shy no and they're not gonna they're not they're not the kind of people who are they don't censor themselves exactly they don't censor themselves which is why you see them they're the loudest people on Twitter they're the loudest people on YouTube they don't that's what they're about so it's not really surprising that they're trying to reach out to each other because we're finally like it's not something that people were doing it's all new to us. It, it's it new to us as well. Like, yeah. we were just tired of having mm-hmm. an Adan guy telling our narrative, narrative. like our story, mm-hmm. a story, a storative. Wow, that was narrative and story put together. Yep. But our narrative, our story, like, we were tired of it. Mm-hmm. It's constantly the same thing. Like, oh, and you saw when, when, when you know, Kanan, we did a whole story on that as well. Yeah. When Kanan tried to do it, Everybody came up with 110 reasons to shit on the poor guy, yeah. right? Which and I don't understand because he was doing it. 
Like, it's a Somali man who's putting... Like, would they have preferred that a white guy do it without our permission? Like, he was coming... He was reaching out to us, basically. And he had the perspective because he grew up in the Somali community. He's a huge part... He plays a huge role in the Somali community. But I felt like a lot of the time... A lot of it was people that didn't really understand what was going on. Yeah. They I don't know protests. what he had to do. Yeah, like they, I, they yeah, we did, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't understand. I don't know. I really don't. And know we what called he had out to every do. single person. Yeah. We called out every, and people were very unhappy with us. Mm. We got. I think that was the second time I've ever gotten threatened. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. what? But I what? I, what I want to know is what did he have to do to make people happy? It, it's just don't do it the way I want you to do it. Mm-hmm. Do it the way I want you to do it. Do it the way I want you to do it. Step A, step B, step C, steps. You find out there's a dumb person. Yes, who's got all the money, guys? Like, what are, where are the billionaires that are Somali? Like, let's ask that question. If there are billion Somali Somalis that are billionaires and millionaires that are listening to this podcast right now, please hit us hit up. Hit us up. Hit us up. We've got plenty of projects. Come. Yeah. Come fund us. But they don't want to fund us. You know who wants to fund us? The Adam people wants yeah. to fund us. And the moment somebody hears, oh, my God, you're telling a Somali story, but you have Adam person behind the scene. Mm-hmm. Right? He had that huge, uh, was it producer, director? I forgot her name. I had a whole, whole story yeah, on this. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and he made it very clear. This white woman is not going to dictate anything. I'm making all the shots. Mm-hmm. But I do need her because she has the experience to make this go right. Did he cast How Somali dare people, you? though? Because He like- casted Somali people and he casted Ethiopians and okay. Eritreans. Which is good and, enough. And people- That's better than uh, Black Hawk Down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a mess. I remember watching it and I'm like, those yeah. people aren't but Somali. But also, I wonder how they, the same community that he went into to do the, uh, the casting call. Mm-hmm. When they did, oh, where am I? Uh, the Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips. When they, they were did, so happy about it. Thousands showed up. Thousands showed up. Around the corner, the lineups are just circulating. Why? Because it's Adama. And it's it's a built in us, man. Like we have to fight it. It's built us in in it to just be like, if that Adama does it, it's gonna be right. If you yeah. do it, uh, and so we have to it's change. It's not that. even it's not even it's gonna be right. It's more about um it has some kind of legitimacy. It, it's something about to, to it's something about your own it, I think a lot of people felt kind of betrayed or like he's airing our dirty laundry kind of. But that dying man's gonna do it. But he's gonna. He's gonna but that man's gonna worse. do it, and he's not gonna do it properly. I think they're holding. They hold Somali people to a higher standard than they would that dumb person. Like you yeah. expect it from a dumb person, you know. But like you don't want to see a Somali person. But doing here's the thing: the they thing. were just too suspicious. They weren't trusting. They should have mm-hmm. trusted him to. Anyways, right now is he is he gonna do it or is he putting it on hold? I haven't heard canceled? anything. Yeah. I haven't heard anything. I know Hadun Nalaye. As I, I think that's how I say her name. Integrative TV. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. They did an interview with her with him, yeah. and they went behind the scenes and saw his that's offices. Amazing. At least to clarify things. Yeah, and he like I don't listen. I, speaking of what you said earlier, you said dirt, airing dirty laundry. I have this thing when it comes to Shaka Shaka. This is my motto, right? Mm-hmm. And I go, I go into meetings and I tell you guys we fight like cats and dogs. And, and I have this stance and my stance is, is it happening in the community? Is it true? Is it happening in the community and is it true? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about it. I didn't make it happen. Me, Queen Book, as an individual, I didn't. I did not start this epidemic of kabilism, whatever, us shitting on each other based on kabil. That's true. I didn't do it. Do we still? Do we still do it? Absolutely. Can will your parents or are there parents in the Somali community that will reject the proposal of an, another individual for their daughter or vice versa based on kabil? Yes. 
Does it happen every day? Absolutely. Is it decreasing or increasing? That I don't have the numbers. There's nobody statistically. I think it's decreasing. Inshallah, because our generation is coming around. I don't know yeah. Maqabil, and I don't want to say Maqabil, and I don't care about Maqabil. The last time I told somebody Maqabil, they said, they're, they're savages. They kill people. They're, they're just murderers. And I said, who? When? When did I do that? Yeah. When did I do that? Yeah. I can't. I watch somebody getting killed on TV. I cry like a little sissy. Mm-hmm. I, who am I to be a murderer? Yeah. Suddenly you labeled me for that. I'm a savage. Mm-hmm. I'm a muddy maker. This is. You don't even know me. You don't know me. You don't know that I'm a sap. You don't know that I got badass ankles. You don't know that I got arthritis. These are things that you should know about me. <laughs> Not because I'm a murderer. Because some guy. Thousands of years ago, did some shit that I have no idea about. Mm-hmm. I'm out here already fighting the, the Adam people. The people are telling me constantly, go back to your country. Listen, there's a fight at all times. Yeah. You got the Muslims telling me that I don't wear a hijab. You're going straight the hell. I'm going to hell, has anybody, guys. Wait, has anybody ever said that to you? All day, every day. To your face or like Never to my face. Never to my face. That's what I other thing I noticed. Since I've shown my face, nobody has the balls to step to me. Yeah. Nobody. And inshallah, they never do. Because that's going to be ruckus right there. Mm-hmm. You have the balls to say to me and my peoples around me. That I'm going to hell. That I'm this. I'm that. The amount of times. So I got religious fanatics that are constantly telling me I'm going not the shaluk, as on, if they already YouTube. have YouTube, my yeah. DMs, you name it. But people get brave on. That's the problem with social media. Yeah. But if, if you were talking, we're constantly face, fighting the same people. people. Yeah, but if you're talking to them face to face, the same people won't say shit to you. Mm. But come to like YouTube and the comment section, and everything, the anonymity associated with Absolutely. it for themselves. Absolutely. You just get braver, Absolutely. especially when you know there's no consequences for you. Absolutely. So like in that sense, like. That's another thing about, like, even for us in our platform, I'm like, do, am I really willing to open myself up to that kind of criticism? Yeah. But then it's part, it's kind of part of the job yeah. where you have to, I don't know, I, I, I can't say grow thick skin, but, like, kind of be, don't take too much offense to it mm. because at the end of the day, Definitely people... Don't. Yeah, I can't. I can't let that affect my soul, mm-hmm. guys. That's we true. are we are running around in this world trying to just stay happy, trying mm-hmm. to stay sane. But I'm all I'm. What I was trying to get at is that there's so many different avenues. You got the Kabil, mm-hmm. you're this Kabil, so you're garbage. You got the Islamic fanatics or Muslim fanatics that are like, yo, my, I I don't even care about my Dean and how I do it. I'm all about like dictating you. Like that's my yeah, job. This is what I was. This is what I was put on this world is to make sure that you look and you do this and you do that. You do. so I got them telling me I'm going to hell. I got the Kabil guy that tells me I'm a murderer. I got the Canadian, the white Canadian that's telling me, yo, you don't belong in this country. You got to go. Mm-hmm. You got Jamaicans, anybody from Caribbean that look at Somalis and say, yo, you're, you're not, not even black. black. Yeah. Yo, who am I, man? <laughs> Who's going to love me? Who's going to literally accept me and open up their arms and say, yo, we accept you for who you are? But don't I give wait up. for that. Why would you wait for what, that? This is what I'm trying to say is that I don't... Go, how did I start this conversation? It was going back to... Telling the say it for what it is. Yeah. Tell the truth. Mm-hmm. So we were going back to what I, the, I started this conversation about, like covering up. What did you say? You said airing, uh, your, dirty airing your dirty laundry. If it's happening, I'm talking about it. Yeah. End of story. Mm-hmm. Get mad. Get sad. It's up to you because you're. You know why you get. You know why you shook. You know why you shook because you know it's true. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't true, you'd laugh at it and be like, mm-hmm. Imagine I sat there and said, Listen, all Somalis are care bearers. Care bear countdown. That's what we are. All Somalis are care bearers. Would you get offended? Would you shake in your chair out of anger and blood pressure going up? You wouldn't. Because you'd be like, that's absurd. Are you yeah. crazy? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So if I'm not telling the truth, why are you shaking? Why are you sitting there with your, nah, you're going to hell. Why everybody yeah, It's just, yeah. you know, it's fiction, right? Yeah. You know yeah. what it is? It's, it's mostly like the, the issue here is, is that you just, it's not about airing your dirty laundry. 
it's about not everyone in the Somali community even believes a lot of this is true. I know. A lot of it is hidden and like a lot of it is all about um, subtlety and like microaggressions. Yeah. You don't really hear people going, no one ever goes to you and be like, I hate that Qabil. Mm. It doesn't happen like yeah. that. It's about, oh, um, you know, little comments like, oh, those people are dark skinned. Oh, these, this Qabil is prettier than that Qabil. Oh, that Qabil, they tend to be more aggressive. Oh, that mm. Qabil, they don't treat their spouses nicely. Oh, it's like little shit like that, right? Mm. So, when you say when you come on a platform and you go, listen, all that stuff you're doing is problematic. You are qabilist, you're a racist, you're this, you're that. They're like, wait, no, I'm not. It's like it's like telling white people you're racist because of their microaggressions. Mm. They're of course they're gonna fight you. They're gonna of be course. like, that's not true yeah. because it's all in, it's on top of that. It's it's the way that you're raised. Yeah. It's in your subconscious. It's yeah. in your very being. Yeah. And the only way you're gonna stop that is if you consciously accept. Hey, this is the way I am. This is the problems that I have. Yeah. I need to fix up. And my and job you're not is not going to be bothered. My job is not for you to accept it or not accept it. My job is to call your ass out. Yeah, exactly. End of story. That's all. I'm just going to put it out and there. And tell the people who don't know. And for people that don't know. Exactly. People that we talk about absentee fathers in our community. Mm-hmm. There's a huge population of fathers literally dipping. Mm-hmm. Somali people, there are certain groups, there are a few, a few, more than a few, mm-hmm. that do not believe it. Yeah. You know why they don't believe it? Because they have their fathers. No, not even that. They don't see it that way. Because when you think about single moms, yeah. you think about shit dads, right? Yeah. You think about dads who are abusive, dads who impregnated women and ran off, shit like that, yeah. right? But a lot of these Somali families who are in single with single mother households, yeah. it's not necessarily that you know their dads are shit. It's that in Somali culture, I don't know why, it's so acceptable for a dad to live across the country. And parents are still married. I just said absentee fathers. It's just absentee. That's it literally, mean, that's all I'm... I don't, know shit, each, I don't know the population of Somali men that do jot. I don't know the mm-hmm. population of Somali men that open and close coffee shops for a living that they don't even own. You know what I mean? The ones that just chill at Tim Hortons. I don't know I don't know what the what the statistics are in that. It's just all I'm saying home. is literally you're not home. Yeah. And these are the consequences of you not being home. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, this has happened in my family, guys. This has happened, like, people in my cousins, this and that. I I have an aunt that has five kids, back to back to back. Guys, they're one year apart. Like, literally, five, four, three, two, one. Mm -hmm. Care Bear Countdown. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) this is how her kids were. And her husband, their father, packed up his shit and left in the middle of the night. That I also tell you she's disabled. She's got a, a, like, just a whole leg is gone. So... When I heard that, at the age of, like, 12, I think I was, because I used to babysit them, mm-hmm. right? We're neighbors. And so when all the habra, ah, screaming, crying, it should be quiet, it's going to be okay, wiping her tears, like, woo, mm-hmm. as a 12-year-old, I'm sitting there going, fuck, this is messed up. Mm-hmm. And I got my little cousin going, where's Abba? Whoa. I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared. Like, what is happening? And that shit stays with you, right? Throughout the years, I got to go shopping with her. My other sibling has to babysit the kids. My mom drives her around. Now we are now literally all coming together to become that absentee father. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me this shit doesn't happen. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. And yes, there is a saying, in like he divorces the kids too. Yeah, yeah that's exactly how it is. If and they leave why. the wife, they leave the kids. It's as if like they don't. How do you how do you know this? They start a new family. We see this, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, like we see this. Bond more with the mother. And no, it's not even and that. And the mother doesn't take the kids with him. Majority. Of the time. It does, he doesn't have to take them. But when he starts a new family, it's as if he didn't have he kids see prior. Them as much, yeah. 
at no, all. As much at all. At all. Does he ever go back to his kid? Barely. Never. Never. And the and Barely. the and the mom is happy if like uh, and you have moms who are like you know at least pay for their tuition. Yeah. No. No. At least just come visit them. Just yeah. be, just. Let them know that they have a father yeah. you know. But when do you hear back from these dads when these kids when are grown up and they have and they, they, and they, and they, and they have, have a no? stable job, yeah, then well. they hear back from the dad that they've never heard of before. Yeah. And so you if you're it. saying it and I'm saying yeah. it and you're saying it. So we, we I don't know you guys. I just met you literally a couple minutes ago. We don't ago. know the same people. We don't know the same people. So I can't be crazy. I can't come up with I'm not coming up with this. Mm-hmm. Airing our dirty laundry is one thing when I'm coming up with it. It's our dirty laundry because it's happening. It's happening. You, I said a statement. I said a statement. It was just a statement that I heard from my, my aunt or my mom or something. And you immediately gravitated towards it and said yes. So, But you know what kills me about that? It's not like that's hidden. No. Everybody knows it's true. Yeah. All some other, that's what they don't do. That's why a lot of them don't get... That's why, sorry. That's why a lot of them don't get divorced. Mm-hmm. Because they have zero thinking, expectations. Because they're thinking, at least if we're together, he has some kind of responsibility towards his kids mm. but the minute you get divorced that's it yeah. he has nothing to do with those children although islamically he's supposed to be providing for them exactly and, and be in their lives and can we can lives. we listen i have yeah. a proposal can yeah. we get rid of the islamic culture no the somali culture mm-hmm. and can we go strictly based on the deen that's Could what we, we should please? be doing yeah. can we like i sort of i i, I don't even wear a hijab and i'm asking this mm-hmm. can we get rid of the somali culture and just strictly go with the dean. Make it our culture. If it's I not wish. in the dean, we don't, we don't, we don't participate in do it. Do you know what's so funny? Because Somalis right now, they do everything they do under the guise of we today in 2017. Sorry, 2018. <laughs> wow. We are more religious. Like a lot of Somali people go talk about how, you know, back in the day when we were growing up in Somalia, things were so much more free, but we didn't know our dean. Now we know our dean. Okay, you know your dean, but what parts of it are you practicing? Pick and choose. Pick and choose, wallahi. Honest because, to God, it's pick or choose. All they care about is the physical outward look. You're wearing a jibab, you're wearing a hijab. You don't, you're not doing anything with our family. Like, you know, our name is pristine and everything. You're not doing anything problematic. But when it comes to things like akhlaq and adab and like family and all these things, zero. Yeah, your daily life. Like literally Even our language. You, yeah. Even our language is so problematic. Yeah. Why are we always yelling at each other? Why are we always swearing at each other in Somali? Like if I did that shit in English, I'm dead. Yeah. But if I say it in Somali, it's not that yeah. deep. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's disgusting. And really? you know, you know how music is haram, but Somali music it's is okay. <laughs> mashallah tabarakallah. It's not even yeah, I don't think it's mashallah tabarakallah. A lot of the times just, I think it's just reminiscent for them. No, I mean... Like, what? I no, because it's a guy but, that just came out with an album English, last year. Oh, no, 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 I don't know year. about that. I'm just thinking about... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> DJ like, Bulu Bulu or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of... Yeah, like, it's just... Like, 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 come on. When they hear English music, like, it's... Not just that. I think also... Okay, that's true. I get you. But also, Somali music, it tends to be cleaner than English music. If you, I'm talking about lyrics-wise. Mm, but if I'm going to listen to... Music what, what, what's music. our blonde girl? Taylor Swift. I was going to say. <laughs> Taylor Swift is fairly clean. Yeah. 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 If your little daughter is listening to Taylor Swift, her dad's going to be like, nah, what's not good to me? Mm. You hear that all the time. Yeah. Literally. Forget that. Not <laughs> even Taylor is the devil. The child's the devil. Poor child, right? So, but if he, they'll put on, remember that song? I don't know if you guys heard it. It had something to do, like, yeah. Yeah. that was like a hit. And that came out that last was, year. That was, yeah. Yeah. That it was a hit. Everybody was listening to it. I'm like, what is she saying? I don't know, but she's just shitting on niggas. And so I'm going to sing it too. Yeah, right? trash, trash. But nobody, my parents would never ask me to turn it off. Well, yeah. I think. 
والله الحين شعقتي So like she's getting money based on so she's getting what's called uh, what is it called child benefits yeah. mm-hmm. so that's one income on top of that she's getting welfare mm-hmm. the house is paid for there's no reason he has no purpose he has no purpose that's anymore true. plus you told the government that he's not even your husband he's your baby daddy that's right true. Yeah, yeah. so what do I you guys can literally survive mm-hmm. literally when does this money run out when they're 18 I got a good 11 years. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. I got 11 years that I can literally fuck off, like, and do my thing, like, and just jam out. Imagine that. Imagine after that 11 years, they never come yeah. back. And then they never come back, because then, well, who wants you to come back? And, then, and if they do come yeah. back, they're like, oh, oh well, you know, don't forget, you know, you have to respect your, your abu parents. and your parents, your walid. Mm. You know, don't forget about me, you know. Mm. Um, you know, you don't want my habar. Mm. You're going to fire with my habar. I mean, but, I mean, t- me, that's no, true, though, like, because that's your haq for them. He decided to not take care no, of his my, responsibility my but you still have to do I get that, that. Islamically dad, speaking, right? I get that yeah. but it's problematic so. I mean, I'm gonna take care of him I remember when my daddy was when he when uh so he he said some shit to me when I was younger he was like um you you're gonna take care of, like I'm gonna leave your your mom like they got in a huge fight and her and I'm like He's talking, I'm the oldest, right? So everything he says, he says it to me. Because he knows if he says it to mama, mama's going to be like, yo, where the door is right there, you ugly mother. You know what I mean? Like, mama don't get, mama's a savage. Why not win? But I'm a young girl, so I'm looking at daddy like, you're going to leave us? You're going to get married to another woman? Like, to me, this is a reality, right? And mom's like, you would have been God. Like, don't, don't talk that shit that's somebody moms for you that's yeah moms yeah. are yeah. savages but I'm a little girl that's my daddy mm-hmm. and so he's like yeah when you grow up you're gonna become a doctor because that's what we all have to become and a dentist and lawyers and whatnot and you're gonna take care of your siblings and I told him literally because I'm a Canadian little child I was like oh I'm gonna slit them from ear to ear all your children those are not my brothers and sisters what are you talking about then he couldn't make me understand I'm gonna go have children with another wife and those are your siblings I was like No, that's not how it works. Those are my siblings. The one that mom had. 
I don't know what you're talking about. And he literally, it's a thing. It's a thing in the Somali community. He's going to have these babies. Yeah. I'm going to grow up, and now they're going to be my responsibility. And I always used to tell him, you have kids. I'm letting you know, not a dime am I giving them those kids. You am going to take care of. You're my father. Fine. But all this offspring that you decided to just, you know, throw out, mm-hmm. that's not my responsibility. That's your responsibility. Not me. I have nothing to do with that. I get you. But I get you like lash like lashing out because your dad said that to you. But if you were in that circumstance, is is it really their fault? The kids' fault? Like if you're, it's not the kids' it's fault. Not their it's fault. not the kids' fault. But and I if don't. they came, they're at the end. They're still your siblings. Biologically, they're my siblings. No, but, but is it? Do I? Do I have? Do they have a right on me? They don't. Or do have they have a, a right on my father? Their have, father. Definitely, they have a right on your father. But you, as a human being, could you? If they came to you, could you really say no? I don't know. I, I honestly don't. I think I think I would have to go I would have to move past the and fact that they are even exist like the, the fact exi- that they even exist yeah. like yeah. that's the first part. Well, okay, no, I'm not, I'm not saying like all, all of a sudden you're shocked with the sibling that you never knew you had like No, no, but like the fact that I even like I wouldn't that's like it. I got to communicate with them. Mm-hmm. I got to I got to talk to them. These are half my like this is my sibling. Mm-hmm. like I get it, but at the same time it's just Yeah, so it's like if you're a raising, there's so much heartache right before anything I've taken care of. Yeah. Like for me personally, me, I'm just talking about myself. There's so much heartache prior yeah. to me taking care of them. Like but I'd have to get over a lot of things. But some people, like, okay, there's the situation where you're like raised in different countries and whatever, and you don't know anything about each other. Yeah. And there's also when you're in the same city, you guys see each other. You know your siblings. Yeah, and it, it depends on how, how it was that, introduced yeah, to exactly. me, right? That's like, that's if, if the two mothers are here and my mother is saying, oh, yo, like, this is okay. This is fine. This is something. Like, slowly get me introduced mm-hmm. to this. Like, mommy, daddy still loves you. That's the first thing that I thought about is I'm going to lose daddy and daddy's going to replace me. Mm-hmm. But you would never have that conversation with Somali. <laughs> uh, okay. I still love you. If, no. if the parents left peacefully and it wasn't That never happened. You know? I mean, divorces, some of them do happen where the but, parents, uh, you know, split apart. And okay, it's, like, it's split apart. Peaceful. Split apart peacefully, peacefully is one thing. Yeah. We're talking about split apart and your dad is gone. Then will you be, will you see the kids? I don't think yeah, you will. Like, but, like, but, I mean, but, but, but when you, you don't see the kids, but when yeah. you grow up, and they your grow father up. now is like 70, yeah. right? And, then, and he has a 10-year-old. Yeah. He has a 6-year-old. Yeah. He has a whatever. If they're that young, though, that's a whole different situation. My mm-hmm. grandfather has, my, gra- my grandfather, the, the year he passed away, Allah and Haristo, had a 1-year-old. I have so uncles and aunts younger than them. me. Like, they're, At that they're age, they're, they're helpless. Knowledge. They don't have someone to support them. Let's say their mom's from Somalia. Forget right? college. Right? You Ten, know I mean? eight, food, they clothes on their back, all of that. So, yeah. Nobody nobody had the conversation. So I, it would be completely different. And I don't know. I don't know how I would oh, react. Yeah. But it would be completely different if my mother explained it to me. Because that's the number one person mm-hmm. for me. Like, right away, I'm like, mom, like, what's happening? I'm, I'm, I, this is not. I grew up in Canada. Disney messed me up. Disney, like, you have to understand. Well, all of us. Yeah, full house, guys. Yeah. This is Family Matters. Mm-hmm. Will Smith. Like, mm-hmm. these are these are Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know what I mean? Uncle Phil. You know what the problem is? Is that growing up, no, like, we didn't, we didn't have that culture. Like, if you were born and raised in Somalia, yeah. I get it. You see people getting second wives and whatever. It happens there. Yeah. But when you grow up in, Canada, in a country like Canada, and you're growing up here, even with Somali, with or without Somali yeah. people, especially, like, back... When this stuff wasn't that pro, like in the it wasn't happening in the nineties. It wasn't really happened no. as much in the nineties. No. It wasn't really happening in the two thousands. This is something like the last ten years. Yeah. It's, it's an epidemic. It's so like, if you're growing up your whole life, you've it's never crazy. seen anything like this. This is like some movie type second wife. 
What is this, a harem? Uh, I'm cheating? sorry, what, what is this story? That's Arabian the first Nights? thing I would have went and be like, cheating. Yeah, cheating. I watch cheaters. I know yeah. how this goes down. Yeah. All right? Cheating, 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 and cheating. Just like, and then the other one I would have like, we're Mormon. We're Mormon. I watched it. I watched a 2020 <laughs> exactly. episode about Mormons and multiple wives. So how do they expect us to be okay? So I remember like my mom telling me the story about um, our, some family friends of ours. Um, their dad, they went back to um, Kenya. And then their dad was like, <coughs> he got me. remarried. And this new wife is in the house with them. And they're like, what the fuck? And their mom is back in Canada. They call their mom, they're like, Hoya, I was cheating on you. Mm-hmm. And they just terrorize this woman's life. Because how do you expect us to be okay with that? Yeah. We don't have that kind of upbringing. We don't, we, that was never normalized in our lives. Yeah. So how do you even, like, whether that conversation happened or not, how do you expect... I don't think you understand how that... Con- so and they don't so now that we're talking about this, <clears throat> and we're, I know we were supposed to talk about mental health and, and, and getting... Getting right with yourself to begin with, but yeah. it kind of goes right in handed with it. And um, so, w- th- my father made that one comment to me, mm-hmm. and he came. He wasn't coming at me as his daughter. He was. He just got in a fight with my mom, and he was like, "This darn woman's giving me our time. Mm-hmm. This is a pain in the butt." I was like, "That's that's fine," but that shit stayed with me. And my dad would always say the same thing when he got in a fight with my mom. I was always like, "Mom, Dad, don't fight," because I'm the oldest. Yeah. Dad would turn. Mom would be like, "Get out of here, you piece of blah blah blah." And then Daddy, I was always scared that I was gonna lose him. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a I'm a girl. I, that's Daddy's little girl, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was always afraid that I was gonna lose him. And it got so bad, guys. It got so bad that my dad used to travel a lot. He would go to Saudi Arabia for a couple of months. He would go to Somalia, whatever the case may be, for business, for family. And I would hack into his laptop. I would hack into his emails. I, he would call, and I would listen on the other line to see if there was other women. I used to have nightmares that I was hiding in my father's. It was his wedding night with this, I don't know, but she was light-skinned in, my, in the dream, in the dream. And I was hiding in the closet of their wedding night. This is of their wedding night in the hotel. And they come up. She's wearing her little, uh, her, her wedding gown. And here's my father. And I remember he, they started getting undressed. And in the dream, it goes very, very fast. But I had a butcher knife. And mm-hmm. I slit her from ear to ear. And I slit my father from ear to ear. And I killed myself. This is how traumatic it was for, my, for me. My fa- I used to follow my dad. I used to follow my dad. Anytime I was driving, you know, this is like in my, I'm like 19 driving and I'd see my dad and I'd follow him and he would just go to my uncle's house, but still. Yeah. Because he kept telling you that he would leave your mom. It was, it was a threat Mm -hmm. and he was, he was threatening the wrong person and he wasn't, he, so I had a conversation with him. It was this, this, this holiday I had a conversation with him and I, and I, you know, I'm trying not to, so hard not to cry right now, but because uh, I'm wearing fake eyelashes and I don't have extra glue. Um, but I sat down with him and I told him, and he said, and I and I weeped and I weeped and I weeped. He's like, "Why are you telling me this?" And I said, "Because you occupy a space in my heart that is not. I can't. I can't have that anymore. I want to find true love in the future, inshallah, and I can't have that. I can't." There's this obsession of losing you without I realize it or not. And it, it came from all of these conversations. And he goes, you know, I wasn't threatening you. Like, why would I threaten you? I'm like, oh, I know. Now that I've grown up, I know you weren't threatening me. You were threatening her, but you were saying it to me. It was your way of telling her, as a husband and wife, oh, you don't know me. I'm going to go find something better looking. I'm going to find somebody younger. I'm going to have a lot of kids. Da, 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 da. And mama didn't get phased. Mama, mama, th- mama throughout the years kept telling me chill bro 
you need to go get some help. Like, why are you like this? So why your daddy leaves? We don't need that nigga. Like, well, as yeah. a Somali mom, she would be like, what's wrong with you? I got you. What, what do we What do we need? Nah, you're going to need to edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> almost said my name. But she always was like, why, why do you need? What do, what do we need? We don't need anything. Yeah. We're good. You good. Everybody, what do we need him for? You make it sound like you're one and you need, like, diapers from him. Yeah. And I was like, it's more than that. It's my it's my father. It's mm-hmm. my daddy. It's I don't want to lose him. And so. But that's not Somali culture to them. Yeah. Physically, you're good. You have everything. They, I, I have everything. But I don't, I don't think you understand how much I, like, was obsessed mm-hmm. over until this, like, until I had that conversation, and I literally weeped, and I was like, he's like, I, you're not going to lose me. He's like, where would, you know what he said to me? He goes, where would I go? Why would I ever want to lose you? He's like, I have nowhere to go. He's like, you guys are my everything. This is what I live for a lot, and you guys. What am, I, what am I working for? For me? He's like, look at me. I got arthritis. <laughs> like, literally, he's like, I'm almost 60. Like, what, what do you, what, where am I going, Kadra? He's like, I, I would ruin my whole family for another woman? That I don't even know would ever treat me better, right? Like that's a that's a that's a fifty fifty out there. This is hundred percent. Why would I leave a hundred percent for that? She goes, your mama and I are getting old. She goes, this is the part where we need each other the most. Y'all are gonna grow up yeah. and leave us and have your life because that's what we need to have each other's back. Because if you notice that we don't fight now, he's like, because ain't nothing to fight about. We got each other's back. We understand each other. Because what you were seeing is when we were younger. He goes, and I apologize. I should have never said that to you. And it's those words, like, I needed to hear that, that he wasn't going to leave me. He's going to leave me when he dies because that's a part of life, Yeah. right? There's life and death. But he was never going to abandon me. Yeah. And that's, like, I always thought, like, I have to be the best daughter. I have to be the smartest daughter. I don't want to cry. But I had to be the best daughter. I had to be, like, the funniest daughter. I had to be, like, the educated daughter. I had to be hardworking daughter because I didn't want to lose him. And so I was, like, in order for me to, like, that grip to be off of me, I need to have that conversation with him. Mm-hmm. And my daddy never did nothing to me. We told my absentee fathers. My daddy never left. Like, I, I, I listen, I went, uh, the power of therapy, by the way, yeah. I'm all about a therapist. Get a counselor, get a therapist, go talk to someone. Because I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how I was feeling and what the reality was. Mm-hmm. My daddy never left me. Alhamdulillah. But you were scared of... But I lived him. as if he left me. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I lived as if he left me. But seeing other people, like, around you with their absentee fathers it make it worse? Ha- half and half. So it was my nightmare in front of me. Like, it would be like my... my that might happen. Yeah, my girlfriend would be crying because she doesn't have a connection with her dad. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, I'm going to call him. And, and so I'd, I would be weeping more than her. And she's like, what are you weeping about? You got your daddy. And I was like, nigga, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. He's going to leave like a me. constant state of anxiety. Anxiety. He's going to leave me. He said he was going to leave me. He's always said he's going to leave me. He's going to get kids out listening to him because we don't listen. We're bad kids. I feel like in a way that's more difficult than your dad actually leaving. Leaving. You constantly being worried that he will leave. Yeah. Because if yeah. he did, you yeah. would be able to deal with it and cope. Yeah. But for it not hap- with it not happening and always that threat looming over your head. Yeah. It's just, it made it 10 times worse. You made it 10 times worse. And then that also affects your connection with men, right? Like yeah. all the like, trust issues. I have tr- trust issues. Yeah. And I'm not one to fight or whatever. Like, I'm not, I'm just peace. Bye. Peace. I don't, I don't have the mind frame. You don't I'm already holding on to one man in my life <laughs> and I don't want to lose him. I don't got time for you. Mm-hmm. If you ain't about to show me you are down for the count, like you ain't leaving. Mm-hmm. To, what do they say? Do death to us part? Yeah. 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 
If it, is, if it ain't that kind of shit, I don't want it. Absolutely not. Because I'm already dealing with one. I basically went and married my father. In my, <laughs> like, in my head, the way, the way it all happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. I basically went, like, and now just, yeah. alhamdulillah, I'm able to release it. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, now I'm like, okay, I know you're not going to leave us. And he, he made it very clear as to why. He wasn't just saying, well, I'm not going to leave you. He's like, I love you guys. I think you're amazing. You're my daughter. You're my oldest. Where am I going? Mm-hmm. What? Nobody could, I, I could never replace you. Who would I ever replace? Right? I wish you told him sooner, like you talked to him about it sooner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and, you know, it was like he, Somali fa- Somali parents are not very good with, like, one to heart, like, heart yeah, to heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he, was, thought I, yeah. he thought I was pregnant. I'm not going to lie to you. When I sat him down, he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you got AIDS. No. You're pregnant. No. You killed somebody. No. Like, why are you sitting down yeah. and talking to me, right? Like, mm-hmm. when, when do we ever have this one to heart, heart to heart conversation with our parents? And that's part of the problem. That we have, you have to talk it out. Like you have to be able to express ourselves, whether it's to the person or finding another outlet. But even if you try to, your parents are gonna be like, "Why are you so soft?" Like they're gonna be like, "What's your? What what are you doing right now?" I don't know, man. I maybe it was the right time because, like, you have to understand. I was in Ottawa for like fifteen days, and every day when he was in his room, I'd be like. I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then I'd, like, run back out. And my mother was like, don't do this. And my mother kept saying, don't do this, because she was so scared that he was going to hurt me more. Mm-hmm. Like, he, she didn't know what his mind frame was at. Yeah. So she thought maybe he was going to be extra small about it. And again, we're like, hello, eh? Yeah. That would have destroyed me. That would have been like, peace, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Like, you just confirmed everything. So it might, just, it might be better that you spoke to your dad now rather than earlier. Because you don't know how he might have reacted when he was younger. 100%. Right? And so, alhamdulillah. And that's what I want to, like, bring it out to everybody else is, like, please, like, if you have something that's in your heart and that you're not settled with, don't let it fester. Because that shit will fester. That shit will fester. And I didn't know why I wasn't having connection with men. Like, having finding men is easy, guys. We're women. We're, we're the cream of the crop. We got, we got a couple of things on our bodies that every man <laughs> in this world wants. You realize that at the age of 10. When everything starts coming about, you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ah, I run the world. I see. <laughs> right? You figure it out. So finding a man was in the hard part. Men are lining up. That's easy. It's connecting. It's literally physically, like mentally being there. Mm-hmm. And so I started getting into relationships and I'm like, I'm not mentally there or emotionally. I'm just there. I'm like, yeah, you're a really nice guy, huh? It's been six months. Yeah. I gotta go, bro. I don't really care. I don't care because you're you're just gonna leave, uh, yeah. like like him, like him. And I kept saying that, but my dad never left. But you have to understand with his words and all the factors in my life. How many girls can you can we be so narcissistic and so selfish and so like we're up there that like yeah your daddy left you, but my daddy is never gonna leave me. You can't say that. It's like looking at a cancer patient and saying, yeah, you got cancer, but I ain't never getting cancer. You can't see you that. Can't say that. You, you don't, don't, don't know. Sure. So I used to walk out of my life, and I'm seeing these young women. Your daddy left. My, the, the, my cousin's the five kids one. He left in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I dated once a while. This, this, me and this white guy, we got to know each other. We are like, I was like 18 years old, you know? It's like a little puppy love. He's like, oh, dude, I'll become Muslim for you. Nah. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, kiddo. All right. His daddy left. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? His daddy left. I'm 18. He's trying to tell me, oh, he's going to be becoming Muslim for me and how much he, you know, loves me. And I was I like, trust it. I've been only here two weeks. I've literally, I don't, is it Jimmy or John? I haven't figured it out yet. 
I'm now his therapist. I was his therapist. His daddy left, guys. Yeah, Bonnie, I was like, yo, where? Are aliens taking all of them? They, I don't know, they, they, he ran away with a crackhead. We come to find out like five years later. But do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't be, I couldn't be so like snotty about it and arrogant about it. Like, you never know, right? So it's happening in my external, and this man is threatening me with it. But like, how did he deal with this? What was your way of dealing with it when you're so young? First thing is first. I like. No, nobody ever told you the power of like talking about it. So I'd always go and talk to my mom about it. Okay. And so that really helped. My mom is my best friend. I'm the oldest, and I don't have any other sibling that's close to my age. So my next, my brother, who's my next right behind me, is is maybe like five years younger than me, right? Mm-hmm. And so he and I, I'm his therapist. Okay. I'm his older sister, yeah. who's going to be my vault, Your where mom. I just tell all my craziness to everything from like just whatever. Mm-hmm. It was my mom. And she was the one that really helped me into like getting help and so what I started off with because I was so unsure remember once you get help is almost like you are you're saying yes I do need help if you say yes I do need help it means yes I do have a problem and that was the hard part for me like fight like literally saying I have a problem and I was like no I don't have a problem you know it's just just, that's how it is you know what I mean it's just uh it's just how it is I don't know know. like I was just playing I didn't want to I didn't want to like you don't want to accept how accept it, really it was affecting your life. I didn't want to accept it. I didn't want to accept Did it. Did you find that it was like affecting your performance? Like, because you, you, it's been going on for a long, long time. time. So it was kids, definitely. I saw school. my performance. No, I saw it with my performance with men. Yeah. I saw it with my performance, <laughs> my connection with men. I saw it even like certain times when I would fight with colleagues, like mm-hmm. male colleagues. Mm-hmm. I'd be much more aggressive with them. And it all stemmed from, like, even, like, you know, the way my father and I used to communicate wasn't the healthiest way. You know, my father, just like a lot of fathers, talks at me, doesn't talk with me. It's just something that, when I was younger, my father was flabbergasted that I looked at him in the face, like in the, in the eyes. Because he said to me, he's like, my father didn't allow me to look at him in the oh eyes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I heard that. And I said, well, wait a minute. How am I supposed to connect with you? Yeah. You're not supposed to connect. Mrs. Johnson, our teacher, said, I got to look at you in the eye yeah. to connect with you. I'm trying to connect with you. That's why I'm looking you in the eyes. No, then they go, that's, that's for your friends. I'm not your friend. I'm your father. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, don't you want me to be your friend? Yeah. Don't you want that relationship? No. I'm your father. No, he used to talk at me. And I never understood that. I was like, can we talk? Can we talk? Okay, can I go to this? Can I go do this outing? Maya. Why? Now, Naya, why are we dining? Like, I just get told what to do. Like, can people just talk to me? Can I just be human for a second? And none of that, like, was. So what happens is, like, fast forward. A man talks at me at work. I lash out. Lose my mind, and it happened. I blacked out once. I blacked out. It got so bad, and this one was talking like at me, and I just, and I remember, like after the aftermath, calming down, crying, whatever, and I immediately knew what happened, and so I started doing self help classes. So I started doing something called Landmark, and it doesn't have, like, the best reputation online, so don't even look it up online, because the people used to call it a cult and this and that, but I didn't care about all that. I said, listen, I'm not, I'm a grown woman. You ain't about to cult me into anything. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to get what I need. Mm -hmm. I'm going to leave whatever I don't want. 
At the end of the night, I'm Ilahi, I'm Quheranahai, I'm Muslim. So I know Deen Taylor is going to provide me a lot, but I need just a little bit more guidance, and I'm going to use Landmark. Yeah. And so I used Landmark, and it was amazing. And what is it? So, so yeah. Landmark is basically what I call personally a, a, a self-development class, a course of some sort. Okay. And what it taught me, this is the first time I realized between what I call my rackets, and rackets is a, is a word that they use that is the bullshit that you talk, like the bullshit in your head. You know, that little whisper. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sometimes we call it shaydan. Sometimes we call it our subconscious. Or your nafs or whatever. Or, or something is talking. You ain't shit. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. And so I was able through that class to identify reality and what really happened in my life. And I needed to know that. I know I sound crazy, like as if I don't know my own reality. But I was operating as if certain things happened when they, when they did happen. not happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's almost like you're also fearful, right? You're so fearful that it's going to happen that you put yourself as if it happened already. It's, it's, it's just easier. Yeah. It's just easier. You have somebody that's critically ill and it's a family member and you love them so much and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, they're going to die. They're gonna... They haven't though. They died. Just put it in your head that they died. Just put it in your head that they died. It's easier to operate that way. Yeah, sometimes you just convince yourself so that it's easier to deal with once you are in that situation. Like, I do that for, like, petty stuff. Like, when I think I lost my keys and I just convince myself I lost it. But but I just didn't look for it properly and it's in my bag. You're basically, like, you're looking at the worst case scenario. Worst case scenario so that if I did lose it, what am I going to do now? And if you didn't lose it, hey, it's a good thing. Exactly. So I'm happy that I have my keys. Mm -hmm. But if I lost it, then I'm already mentally there. Like, prepared. what am I You're doing next? Prepared. Yeah. It's kind of, like, I do that for small stuff. So, like, alhamdulillah, I haven't been in, like, a huge situation or something that I would have to think that way. But I feel yeah. like that's how I, I process things. Like, I always assume the worst. And yeah. then if it's not that, if it's, if it's not the case, then... Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Like, I mean, I get how it could be like a coping mechanism because you're, like I said, you're planning for the worst. Yes. But if you're always planning for the worst, you'd become a really pessimistic person. I am. You have a really I poor am. outlook in life. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, I really like believe like yeah. expectation is a root of all heartache. Like, I just have zero expectations yeah. because then if they actually like if people if I expect something from people and they they don't come through, then I'll be disappointed. But if I didn't expect them to do it anyways, then. And they do do it, then great. If they didn't do it, then I was already prepared for that. Yeah. I mean, that's already I'm how not, I, I get it. I, get I mean, it. I've been told to be a bit more positive, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. No, I get it. I mean, like it, again, it's a coping mechanism. Even not one of the best ones, but it is a coping mechanism. Mm. Yeah. And I see how you dealt with it. But like, what I wanted to ask was, you said you started talking to your mom, right? Yeah. So at what point did you realize, like, how old were you? Because you've been dealing. It's a lifelong thing. Yeah. So at what point do you're like, hey, okay, I'm talking to Hoya, but I need something else too? I just was recently for me. Like okay. it was it was through her and talking about it and then doing landmark mm-hmm. and figuring out like, holy cow, I've been living my life in such a such an odd way mm-hmm. that I realized I need to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. And that was my final push to get over a few things in my life. Just to have a professional to talk to and say, listen, these are the the, the here's a pile of shit for my head. Figure it out for me. And the person's not magic. They're not going to sit there and be like, boop, you're, you know, you're cured. Yeah. yeah it's time. It's not like that. It's time. Mm-hmm. It's working it out in your head and going, why do I feel that way? Why do I feel that way? And just figuring it out, like, piece by piece. Because there's so much trauma in our, in our like, I fig- like it, things that I never, never thought that really bothered me. <laughs> 
to bother me, yeah. right? Like, I, I learned about more about who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a sap, guys. I'm a sap, and I'm a very, very nice person, and I wear my heart, my heart on my sleeve, like, if, if not my fingertips. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that about myself. Mm-hmm. And it's about, like, I'm a nagnoliskadik, nagnoliskadik, nagnoliskadik. It's something that you hear all the time. Be a woman. Be a grown-ass woman. Be a strong woman. Yeah. And so I operate pretending to be this, like, massively strong woman. Mm-hmm. Like, yo... I'm a savage. You don't even know me. Da, 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 da. Mm, no. But all you're doing is just I'm, suppressing so I am much. just a really nice person, yeah. and I'm deadly afraid to get hurt by anybody, right? And so I was able to come to grips with that and being proud of it and not being ashamed of it. Like, why, why, do we, why is it so cool to be a savage nowadays? Why is it so cool? Why do you cool? put so much pressure on women to, like, be able to get it all, have it all, yeah. like, and be able to withstand yeah. All yeah. obstacles. If your man cheats on you, you know what you got to do. Take him to the laundromat. Do this, girl. Do that, girl. Blah, blah, blah. You could get him netting dudes, too. Da, da. No. It's not every day. I'm going to cry. Yeah. I'm going to be really sad. The man that I married cheated on me. Like, can we talk about that? That betrayal? Can we talk about these but things? But you're not allowed to be that way if you're someone else. Exactly. It's literally this is why when our men, and this is not all, some men marry outside. Like, they lie. Right, mm-hmm. and they don't tell the first wife. This happens a lot, and I know you guys know this happens yeah, a yeah. lot in our community. Does it happen in Canada though? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that in Canada. Interesting. Yes. You have one wife in Ottawa. You have another wife in Toronto. Yeah, you know, another one in Columbus. Yeah. One in it's Somalia. so funny because like these people are claiming they want to follow the Sunnah, but do they not know you're supposed to follow the land, uh, the laws of the country you're in? And isn't it illegal to have more than one wife <coughs> in Canada? Yes, these are the Last same. <coughs> these are the same like, people. Sorry, these are the same people who while they're in Canada. They're telling the government that this is not my wife, this is That's my true. girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. And they're not registered. They want uh, to this is the same people that are bringing in umpteen thousands of dollars a year mm-hmm. and also taking welfare. Yeah. You're lying. You're stealing at this point. It's literally so Right? And, I, and, and, and everybody Somali, says... What's so funny about Somali yeah. people is when it comes to scamming, it's halal. Yeah. When it comes to scamming okay the government, to, yeah. when it comes to scamming the establishment, it's halal. It's yeah. okay. It's so acceptable. Yeah. And but you know uh, your clothes though, that's haram. How? Uh, what? What do you mean? You're not wearing yeah. a jibab. Yeah. You're not wearing a niqab. Yeah. You're wearing a. Is that a skirt? Where's your abaya? Yeah. Like shit like that is more important to them. But scamming the system is is completely no. okay. So, uh, you know what? Now talking about that, do you kind of somewhat think that it's because they're taking the welfare and pretending like they have no husband that. That's why their husband is absent. Like it's kind of like yes, it's toxic. Like obviously, it's not because, the lag you're it's getting. Not I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm not it's saying they're like the husband's leaving because she has welfare. I'm saying like qadr. Like the fact that you're taking this welfare. This is like because you're taking haram money. This is not your money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. every sin you do, there's a consequence to it, whether you know it or not, and whether it's in this world or the next, yeah. it's there. So, so if you're doing something a haram way, there's consequences. There's something, yeah. 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 So yeah. perhaps, like, okay, all these dads are absent. Okay, what's fundamentally wrong? Like, besides her personality, what's going on in the house? What are they doing that's haram? Or what are they doing that's maybe leading to that? Like, mm-hmm. if all these people... I don't know. The way you're saying that, though, you're kind of putting it on her. No, I'm... Like, it's generalizing, too. I know. It's both of them. Because even for the dad who, like, he doesn't have a wife, right? Like, he's leaving, No, but like, he's taking welfare, too. Don't think that she made she made the decision. A lot of times, it's not like, oh, I made the decision today. Um, I'm going to take the welfare, da 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 
But it's I'm talking about decision. like breaking a family is going to be on everyone, right? Everyone's like the poor you're kids are the, being punished. You're talking about like God's backlash. Yeah, like I'm like, saying, like, saying like, like yeah. I'm not saying she's being punished for it. I'm saying like their family, like the poor kids, yeah. and the whole kids, thing but I'm is saying down. like their family is crumbling the because because yeah. their it's, foundation, it's, their, yeah, their foundation is based on like Ben and Tugnimo, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it could be that as well. But I don't think it's always like they planned it. They planned it like I'm gonna lie. It's a lot of time. It's you literally come into a country as a refugee. Yeah. No, you need it, right? You, you need, need it. That money. So, you're like, okay, this money, it's going to cover my rent, but I have five, six children. Hmm, maybe I'll get a little bit more if we say we're, we're not married. Okay. It's like, it's not as if like... And, and that's fine, by the way. Take life. it to a point. But there's no reason why you are living in housing and you have a chandelier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are or, things that I swear to God, I'll never forget. I used to go to my neighbor's house and I said, ma, why do they have a chandelier? Yeah. Well, I think she had a trimming. You know, like a trimming, like it went yeah. middle of the room. They like got it was, comfortable with it. Got, it was painted every year. Because, I was like, wow, yeah. for the like, wow. We got mold in our house. Yeah. Like, what's going on? And my mom's like, shh, we're moving. Yeah. I'm trying to buy us a house. Mm-hmm. It's like, forget the house. I want a chandelier. She's, she, I couldn't understand. She was like, this is not our home. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I never understood it. So I'm not saying don't do it. I'm not saying don't do it. But do taking it to a point. Don't get comfortable with it. You. No, I, I mean, how many people do Now you're you know? buying houses in Somalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. How now many that's people, scamming. We know people yeah. who are in housing and um, they're paying full, full tuition for their kids in university. Yep. They're buying houses back. Uh, they're building houses. Forget buying yeah. multiple homes back, in, yeah. back home. They're going for holidays to Dubai and the UK and all these places. They have the money, but you know what? Cheap rent. Why am I going to pay a grand or two grand when I'm paying $300, $400 for this apartment? Absolutely. But it also, it it just deteriorates your kids, believe it or not. You think you're doing a good thing, but that kid, when it's time to buy a house, he's not going to know what buying a house is. He's not going to know the value of hard work because you know what? Mama never went to work. Plus, they're going to get comfortable. That's what they're going to be aiming for. This is the house they grew up in. This is the norm. Yes. This is what they're looking for. Like, they can't, they won't aspire to be more than they are. But let's not forget about, like, the whole buying house situation when people are, a lot of people, they don't buy houses because they're like, I don't want to do the home mortgage thing. Mortgages, Islamically speaking, you know, riba, riba, yeah. interest, all that. Yeah. So, but you're, I options. just don't even get me started on that argument because if you're going to use that argument in this country, then you shouldn't be in this country period because your taxes, your taxes are being funded to kill Muslims. When we go to war, how do we go to war? When we're Canadians, do Canadian arm, do Canadian armed forces kill people? Yes or no? Do they kill Muslims at one point or another? Yes or no? Who's paying for it? Ta- our taxes, Sahib. Mm-hmm. Our taxes. The money that you have in the bank, your savings, your RSPs, your whatever, your you name it, that's all being used for interest. The, that money is that money is yours. It's always gonna. It's when you look at it, it's always gonna stay there. But you know what the banks do, right? They take that money and they flip it. Mm-hmm. They flip it in order to get more money. It's always there. But I I get what you're saying in terms of you know lesser of two evils and all that whatever. But it's still different when one's a choice. One's a choice, exactly. Taxes, you don't have a choice. I you understand. have to pay them. But it's my choice whether I buy a house or not. And sure. my choice whether I decide, hey, you know what? I want this house. I need this house. And I'm going to pay the interest. I mean, sure. uh, I don't. Just, I, don't, I don't, just don't buy a house. Yeah, That's fine with house. me. You, you're all about, not, all about yeah. riba? Cool. It's horrible. Yeah. You're going straight to hell. We know what the dean says about it. That's an argument that I could have for hours about. Mm. Fair. It's wrong. But it doesn't stop mean, scamming. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. 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 Go go to work. Yeah. Go to work. But if I go to work, you know they're going to increase the house, and this house does not deserve to be paid because it's based on income, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your it's welfare and then housing. So first of all, welfare, while a guy 
Number two, the house, the house that's eighty dollars is now going to be at market rate. It's going to be based on your income because mm-hmm. you're working at, yeah. and you have to work a good job in order to provide all these children for these children. Yeah. Now the house that's garbage, that you're paying eighty dollars a month for, you were is now twelve hundred, fifteen hundred. See what's going to happen? It's all about getting comfortable, to be honest. But now you can look for another house for that. For price. that, for that so price, price, that's way bigger and way yeah. better. Better. Why not? I'm with right. you. You don't have to buy a house. But that's the thing. People just get comfortable with what they have. Mm-hmm. They think back. Like I'm pretty sure if they were back in Somalia, they would not be okay with these same conditions. If they were told in Somalia, listen, um, they're gonna. It's like it's all about. It's a class. It's a classist thing too. Because mm. when you're living in housing, whatever, you're at the bottom of the totem pole. The only people beneath you are the homeless people. Mm-hmm. Honestly speaking. Excuse so me. it's 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 honest. Like, do you really think they would be okay with that back home? No. A hundred percent, no. But here, you know, uh, you, housing, every other Somali person lives in housing. Um, you know what? I, it's, it's cheap money. I don't have to work. I can sit at home all day. He can go to the Mahayad all the time if he wants to. Um, maybe I can drive around my kids. That, that's also a valid excuse. I can spend more time with my children. Mm-hmm. I can take care of my children. Sure. I can drive them to school. And you rationalize it in your mind, and you're just comfortable. That's yeah. it. And I'm not against that. Like, I keep going back to that. All those are valid reasons for you to stay home with your kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. We're in a non-Muslim country. I'm with you. Stop scamming. Yeah. Stop lying. Yeah. Scamming is you scamming. Still, End of story. You can still be on housing and, like, say, I want to stay with my kids. But be honest that that's your husband. That's it. You know, just yeah. like go do it. Go full throttle. Throw full throttle. If you're gonna do that, and you have no, then that means then the kids have to go get jackets from the Salvation Army. Yeah. We all used to when I was in, when we used to be on welfare. We used to all have the same color jacket because we used to get it from the little bank that they gave it to us. <laughs> Let's go full throttle. Yeah. Let's go full throttle. Let's go in there. Let's go all the way housing. Let's go all the way welfare. Mm-hmm. Canned goods, everybody. Yeah. Let's do it. If you want to live that life, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't you buy a house? Reba, I can't. Ah, okay, but you but can you scam. Can scam. Exactly. Oh, yes. You see what you're doing? Like, just... Yeah, yeah. To be fair, we're not saying that everybody who's in housing is a scammer. No, Absolutely no, no, of course not. not. Of course not. Just putting that out there. No. Lying is one of the most major sins. So it's like, whatever excuse you have... It's really you can't really justify one thing with another. Basically, so can we talk about so going back to what we talked about earlier about men marrying other women? So what I was trying to get at is that so we always talk about like when it it does happen, which it does happen. We talk about wow, wait, are they? I can't believe not blah 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 blah. What we don't talk about is the betrayal and heartache that comes with that. You married somebody. You said, mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, I'm going to carry these children for you and for us, and I'm going to give birth to it. Those are huge decisions. My DNA will be part of your DNA. And then they lie or don't tell the truth and marry somebody else. And married somebody else comes with a lot of things. You get to sleep with that person. Am I not right? That's what marriage is. Mm-hmm. You get to have unprotected sex with them. These are all things that nobody in the Somali community wants to talk about. STDs are real. I had a cousin that told me once, no word of a lie, that said STDs, what my valid, what my argument was, like if he's going to marry somebody behind her back or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's having unprotected sex, she goes, shh, shh, shh. she will not, they will not get STDs. Because halal ala isku gursade. halal ala isku gursateen, STDs mehilaysin. What? I said, first of all. It's medically incorrect. Where? <laughs> where? Where? where did that what? happen? Where? What? No sense. That's crazy. Where? So nobody talks about that. Nobody but you know talks. what else it is? Yeah. You know what else it is? A lot of the time when they get remarried to another person, mm-hmm. especially if it's somebody from Somalia, mm-hmm. 
there is shit going on back home. Mm-hmm. There, is, there are high rates of STDs. Like, when I went there, I was shook at the shit people were doing. So, to th- and then they go there. They marry some random girl. Mm-hmm. They don't know. Nobody knows. The family doesn't know. It's just a girl. I don't know what they have. I don't know how a lot of them find them. Mm-hmm. They put an ad somewhere. It's somebody's name. No, whatever. usually, you know what it is? Usually mm-hmm. the mom's, of the, the guy's mom will be like, oh, not But it's a, but a lot of the time, it's somebody, it's not. A lot of the times it's like that. But anyways, the point is, yeah, and they already all, have someone waiting in line. He's coming from the Western yeah. world. That's enough of an advertisement. There's already one waiting in line. Yeah. My point is, is that a lot of the time, you don't know what that person's been doing. Mm-hmm. They didn't have the same upbringing as you, especially when you have these Somali men who were, a lot of them, okay, I'm, I'm thinking about like um, people that are my dad's generation, whatever. They came to Canada in the late 80s, early mm. 90s, right? The Somali they remember is a lot different from the Somali today. Today, yep. And today, as much as Somalis like to claim that they're religious, they're not that religious. They're kind of messy. First they're of doing all, a lot of shit. I did back not in know that in Somalia, people were having mar- like premarital sex. Yeah, oh my I didn't God. know that. But yeah. well, I had them. So I, for oh some reason, God. I was so. Because remember, when we were kids, <laughs> your parent or your your family used to be like, Hadaid to Somalia, Yeah. So Somalia Yo. used to be like the, he- like not the yeah, heaven, but like the, 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 the better than here, right? But yeah. what's so funny so about I thought, that is, obviously, over there, they're. What's so funny about that, what had me so shook, is that a lot of the Somali kids that are born and raised here have way better akhlaq and adab than the ones back there. In terms of upbringing, so in terms why of what we can back? or cannot. They I don't, don't know. Yet. They don't know yet. I don't know. Back? I'm like, yo, the influence of the white people here yeah. is 10 times less uh, like problematic than the influence of the Somali people back home. Because kids going back home, they're doing drugs there. That's people what, that have never done drugs here are doing drugs there. That's what I hear. People that never had sex here are having sex yeah. there. I, so, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't. I shouldn't blast my family, but a family member of mine was Dakan Ellis. And he started doing heavy drugs there that he never did here before. And I said, there's no drugs in Somalia. This is my naive <laughs> self. I was like, there's no, heard, like, alcohol, there's no drugs. And they have there's parties. No, and there's they have alcohol. Crazy parties. They have yeah. crazy I, li- parties. I think I read this on like some website. Some girl was like telling this long that story. Was oh, it's my not, God. She was lying a I bit. Like that. it was what a bit dramatic because it was like. Was that the Halima Diaries? No, 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 it was no. the more recent one. It was something was where it? she was talking about how like she went there and she ended up like from Galkaya to Hargeisa. Whoa! I think that everyone read that. It was. I feel like honestly, there's element. It's based on truth. It's all like she's talking about the alcohol, the drugs, the shisha place, and all of that stuff in Somalia. And like you think, dude, forget that. Who's making the alcohol? They know they bring I it. Just like it they, they bring it from the outside. It's, Who's yeah. importing it for them? What do you mean? The borders are borders. Like, just pay the all you do is their money. So you get in. Yeah, it's not that deep. Yeah. Drugs, same with drugs. Me and, and you, honey, we're both <laughs> together. Both naive <laughs> on this no, side. No, you know what? Swear to God, I was like, no, I, was like, I swear. I said nobody's having premarital sex. Yeah. You can't have premarital sex with Somalia because everyone's going to tell on you, and everybody is Muslim. Where are you going to sleep? That's what I said. I said, where are you going to sleep? And everyone's going to tell on each other because we're all Muslim and because they wear very large jilbabs. <laughs> Hello, if you're going to wear a very large jilbab and a kab, you're not going to have premarital sex. Oh my God. That's and that, that was ruined Do you know what me. was the funniest thing that happened when I first went to, okay, uh, the first time me and Omar and another one of our sisters went to Somalia, yeah. Hargeisa, was in um, 2007? I think, yeah. 2006, 2007, yeah. that school year. Yeah. And then I remember I made some friends at school and I was like, oh, well, I'm going to my friend's house. Okay. And then my dad's like, no. And I'm like, oh, but what do you mean? She's Somali. Because <laughs> I just like assumed. Canada, yeah. I just assumed because here, like every time I want to go to someone's house or like hang out with people or whatever, 
I, it has to be a song. I can I can't even think about asking my parents. I couldn't even think about asking my parents to go to a white person's house. Got it. Somali, okay, but and I just thought about it because it was there was Somali, but no, it was it was really because my parents knew their parents because we grew up in a small town. Fair enough. With a few Somali people. Yeah. So me, my thinking was all Somali people are like this. We're connected. We're all great people. Yeah. We're all awesome people. On top of that, we went to Islam school, so all the Somalis I knew were really religious people and yeah. everything. So me going to Harissa, I was like, what do you mean I can't go to this girl's house? She's Somali too, just yes. like me. Like we're the same. Absolutely. And like I finally realized <laughs> that some Somali people are shit too. Yeah. There's evil Somali people. There's good Somali people. There's people who are like <sighs> practicing. There's people that are not practicing. And it was just, it was just, it was just such a funny thing to. Yeah. It was just such a funny thing to realize at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing Nagabis wearing questionable, th- doing questionable things, like it's crazy. I They're swear to God, just for a ring. I did not know. Yeah. I didn't. I did not know. Mm-hmm. I like, was so because remember, Somalia was used as a threatening like like mm-hmm. it used to be like we're gonna take you back there because it's yeah. better than this place mm-hmm. and so they made it seem like in, in my turn like this is how I saw it was like this was hell over there was heaven and so I was like heaven. Things like that don't happen. Mm-hmm. Your kids are having sex there. Yeah, kids. I got another crazy. one from high school. I uh, was sent over there for Duncan Ellis, and they killed him. They thought he was gonna die in Canada. That's why they sent him. The gangsters were after him. They're like, "Yo, you're, a, yeah. you're, you're, you're a gang. Ba- you know, you're a gang banger. You gotta go to Somalia." Boom, got killed there. When was like, can't remember. This a couple of years ago, from Ottawa. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? And then stories started coming out, and then my cousins would be sent there for the summer, for summer, duck and Ellis, you know, make sure they, they would come back and they'd be like, let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, what? Adventure time. Yeah. Was their names Kelly? No? Sally? Like, that's what we hear. Like, that's what I expected. Yeah. Right? And then I, and then, you know, and then I moved to Toronto and then Toronto, remember, I always say it on, on Sheka Sheka, I was, I said it on our last episode, I said, when I was in high school, I didn't wear hijab. Well, I wore hijab for the first bit and then I, I took it off and I, like, Somali boys would never look at us. Hijabi or non-hijabi, it didn't matter, you were Somali, nobody's looking at you, right? You're, 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 you're one of the sisters. And all the Beckys used to get all the attention. And when I say attention, I mean like, you know, when you're in high school, it's nice for a boy to like you at least. Like, mm-hmm. just like have a rumor mill going on, like, oh my God, <laughs> I heard he liked you. Like, really? <laughs> you didn't have to do anything, but for God's attention. sakes, like you're so like you're so weirded out by your own body, your adolescenthood. Like you're like, am I cute? Am I like in this society? Where do I rank? Mm-hmm. Right? And so it would be nice to have like a boy to be like, Ahmed. I heard Ahmed likes you. Oh my God! Like that's all. I, that's all you want in high school. Nobody not to touch you or take it to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But nobody was looking at the Somali girls. Like we were the plague. Like we were like, there's like white girls, and then there's like us. Like that's how it was in high school right and then i as i get older it was the so, so now it's time to get married right it's now everyone's looking at marriage like we're all graduating high school and we want to get married and whatnot sorry guys um um so then the hijabis would get all the play and by the play i mean like somali boys would take them seriously like this one looks like wifey this mm-hmm. one looks like a whore <laughs> you know like yeah like i swear to god like hijabi versus non-hijabi non-hijabis were the fast girls were like the ones that you know they're about it they always the guys always used to be like you'll she about it i was like about what i don't get it and so i realized as growing up i was like wait a minute wait a minute i'm losing at every corner like what is going on here and then i came like I as I got older, because now it's it, it's 
registered in my head, hijabi means like wifey material. It doesn't do anything. Like you're hijabi for God's sakes, right? Because I was told that in my head. Not that I was doing bad and versus them. No, but it was registered in my head. Then I got older. And then I started seeing what hijabis can do too. Mm. Right? Rude awakenings, left, right, and center. I was yeah. like, what? And then I came to Toronto. And Toronto's got a whole different ball game of hijabis yeah. and what hijabis do and what they don't do versus non-hijabis. Like, I wasn't saying one was better than the other, but point is that they it were at par. At one point or another, yeah. they're at par. Like, yeah. they're both doing shit, mm-hmm. you know? And so I kept getting rude awakenings left and right and center. I was like, but she's a hijabi. Like, that's all <laughs> I kept saying. Anything, yeah. doesn't mean anything. You all heard about that folktale. I think it's a folktale. I don't know. But about that masjid behind the dumpster, this girl was doing such and such in Toronto. It's, it's not one story. That happens all the time. All it's the time, time somebody thing. told me, swear to God, flabbergasted. I was okay. like, what? I'm going to have a heart attack. Okay. It's the first time you find, the thing is, when you first find out about that kind of stuff, it is a rude awakening, especially yeah. if you're sheltered. And then you but hear like, more well, and now, you're just like, oh, I don't even into it. Just, yeah, yeah, I think now it's not even a secret. And then I realize everybody everybody's knows. just human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Hijabi, non-hijabi, white versus Somali. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. We're all humans yeah. doing human things. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. so I just yep. realized, and then I realized, again, rude awakening for Somali. I was like, they're humans. But they just live in Somalia. Yeah. So they're going to do what humans do. That's true. So I, I learned I don't that. know why. I, I, maybe it's, it's, it is probably because of what our parents told us growing up. But we really had high expectations for Somalis in Somalia. Absolutely. Especially the ways our parents spoke about it. Which is ridiculous because... My mother used to tell I, I want to know why they speak about it. But they always did. But they did. They would all go to plays and Wyatt's. Yeah. That's what has me shook is... They really like painted Somalia with a with some kind of paintbrush. Yeah. I don't know what it was, like unicorn horns. Yeah. Like it's just it's so confusing. Like yeah. they did not. What even what they were telling us growing up was not true in their time either. She told me she didn't go to Shanamo. All yeah. I wanted to do mm-hmm. was watch James Bond at the movie theaters, <laughs> and she said that's what whores do. <laughs> Did you get the story like you'll you'll get uh, poked with a needle that has HIV? HIV. Did you hear about that yep. One? Yep. They're in the chairs. They're in the chairs. <laughs> That's what I was told. The guy was like, so we used to be scared so, at one point. We're like, we're not going because yeah. we don't want to get HIV. Yeah. Oh my god. So James Bond was not happening, guys. And you know what? It wasn't even about that. Like I remember uh, growing up, our mom was like. You can't go to the cinema because that's where guys and girls go on dates and you're not that kind of person. Yeah. And then we moved to the Emirates and we're like, we're in Arabia. Muslim country. We can go to the cinema. And I was like, no, you can't. still not happening. It's still not happening. Because <laughs> in her mind, it's like, like, that's associated yeah. with uh, things that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's shit they were doing back in Somalia. Yeah. I'm not saying that Hoy did it. No. But I'm saying that. That's, that's, that's what my mom said. That's what I told you. Whores. Like, she would always use those words. And yeah. I was like, what are these whores? But, but they never told us that. women to go see a movie. <laughs> If you're gonna be a whore, you gotta be a whore full blown out. Like, get a house, a cruise, not a movie. Like, yeah. what kind of cheap whores so, do you know? Like, exactly. But what it was, it was like, to her, it was like the, these, she would say, like, these women would stand and, like, you would have to go because it was money and they didn't have money and these men would take them and, like, I was just so confused. Was like, At least your mom told you that. We never heard any of those stories. So, like, we, they, they have all this background information. Yeah. That they're applying to our upbringing and yeah. to our lives, and we have no idea what that information is. Huh. But now, little by little, we're finding out what really went down. Yeah. In Somalia and how yeah. things really were back yes. in the 70s and the 60s. Did you know they used to drink? Fuck yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know that either. Yo, mind blown. I was just like, what, who, how? I thought it was a Muslim mm-hmm. country. Like, guys, we're, if a girl here, if you're Somali and you do some shit, the likeliness of you getting outed is very high because we're a very small community mm-hmm. and we, we, we let each other all know. You doing some shit in Somalia, where there's many of us, yeah. and it's a Muslim country, you're going to get outed. 
they were still doing it. I was just just blown. Like, so, but I just, like I said before, I just realized that we're all humans and that mm-hmm. these people, no matter if they're Muslim, hijabi, naqabi, jilbab, oh my God, the more you wore, by the way, the higher you up in my head. <laughs> Straight <laughs> to God. Well, if I saw your jilbab, I was like, woo Whoa, this one is like yeah. doesn't whoa. Do you know when we first got shook about that, me and my sister? Yeah. When we were going to Somalia back in uh 06, we passed through Dubai. Yeah. And the first night there, we go to um and I was like, let's go to the mall. Like we're in a hotel, he's like, let's, let's go to the mall, let's check it out. Then you know we're in the Emirates, right? Yeah. We go to the mall and we see these people with the kamduras, the khamis, yes. the, the long thing for the men, right? Yeah. And on his arm is a woman. Yeah. Who her face is all done, she's not wearing hijab or anything, and we're just confused. Yeah. We're like, but why is the sheikh with that woman? Like, or like she's wearing a abaya and yeah. no hijab. Yeah. yeah, or no hijab. Hair done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. And we're just like, why is the sheikh like doing this? I, I'm so good. My dad's in tears. <laughs> he's like, what are you? He's like, that's culture. not a sheikh, that's just their culture. Yeah. And that's when we first learned at that See? young age, there's a difference between culture and religion. Yes. Because mm-hmm. we were associating them as one. Yeah. But if we, if we see a beard, yeah. it's a sheikh. If you see a beard that's orange, that's a sheikh. That's, sheikh. that's a whoa, whoa, that's a whoa sheikh. If you're if you got a beard and it's orange, that's a whoa sheikh. Like that is like whoa, whoa. Like well, you, you know what you, that is? You know? Yeah, but you know what that is? That's all because we were sheltered. Yes. Like absolutely. the only reason we learned about any of this is because we traveled and we've been outside of the country and we weren't like we didn't remain in one place all of our lives. Yeah. Like our parents exposed us to so much. Yeah. Not them. They didn't necessarily tell us everything. Yeah. But because they took us to different geographical areas, I thought that there's different types of people and there's different types of things that people do and yeah. their cultures are different and my culture may be like this, but their culture is like that, right? Yeah. So that's a way of growth that we developed, right? Mm. But a lot of people, it's like none of that exists. So when do they get to grow? I don't, I don't, it's just, you're, you're going to find out on you're your own. Like, out. believe it or like, you're going to find out on your own. Like the Iman of my, one of the messages that we used to go to when we were younger, we stole his cell phone. Like somehow, anyways, it was like a bunch of us. We got it. And I guess he didn't close the window from the porn he was watching the night before. Oh my God. Yeah. And we saw it and we were like, oh my God. Can right. Again, it was just. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you which mosque later. But how are you? (laughs) I don't even remember. Yeah, we're kids, man. We're such like, but you know what I mean? Like these are rude awakenings. Like you're just kind of like, whoa, you people. You know how much khutbah you give out on Fridays and every other prayer? Like this is a like we're like what? And as time goes on, and that still didn't like that didn't break. It still didn't break me. I still was like, all right. Orange beards mean chicks. Like, I just kept going, and I was like, whoa. And then I'd but find like, out. Now you're like, oh, maybe Now I don't look. Now somebody subs to me, and it's like, I buy one kusha, I got hijab hira darra. It's like, jazakallah khair. I understand. May Allah give you all the blessings for giving me that that advice. Mm-hmm. Have a great day. If they continue from that point on, mm-hmm. you're getting, you're getting, you're going to get some words out mm-hmm. of me. Because that's all you need to do. I don't know, first of all, how you got the balls to step to me and say it, but that's fine. People say, you know, you're, you're supposed to advise your, your lovely brothers and sisters for the best. Yeah. Fine. But you have advised. Yeah. Once you cross that line, mm-hmm. now, now, cool. now it's a different advice. Now it's not yeah. no longer advising. Now it's just, yeah. it's like, you know, I wish God, subhanAllah, God gave me the gift of knowing, like, what people do behind 
like in their homes, like they're mm-hmm. they're like, nasty. Like like yeah, like so when someone's hall. like, oh, yeah, yeah, Allah, you guys are horrible, nasty, and I would have been like, really, Ahmed? Don't you do that? <laughs> <laughs> and I could whisper it, and Ahmed's like, ah, ah. <laughs> wow, <it's> so dramatic. <laughs> imagine, like, they'll just invent the dirtiest oh secrets, like, and I, that's just, I hold them all to myself. That's why I want the Ant Man suit. That's why I want the Ant Man suit. Oh, so you can tell. So I, I can just go, go and spy on shit. Yeah. You're because so we'll like yeah. no don't you ever want to just like sometimes you just want to know shit first yeah. of all I'm a very nosy person nosy person and I'm a very curious person if I you can even give me she can vouch for that if you give me a tidbit of information I'll be like I'll tell you Run later with it. I will attack you until you tell me that's just how I am I need to fix up I know at my big age I can't be doing this but um, that's how I am. Yeah. So I've always had this fantasy of getting that meant to. Mm. And finding out people's like, I don't. I'm not doing it for how curiosity. They are. You're doing it more like I. I understand I just yours. You're curious. She just wants. I just want to rebuttal. No, I don't. Yeah, I just I don't want like. But I, I, I don't think you're going straight tell. You just want to know everything. Like, yeah. Oh no! Sometimes don't you want to? Don't you just want to know the inner workings of someone's mind? And you, those no, you'll never really know them, and you'll figure. No, out. no. If you're a close friend with <laughs> no. somebody, I don't really care. Listen, if no. you're a close friend with me, I don't care about your networkings. I know them already. But you're gonna. But no, like some you random. don't. Though that's the thing. You don't. You, you know don't. what we want you never, to know. We never don't don't open that Pandora's box. <laughs> Trust me. You are your own parents. Oh, you might disown your own parents and be like, you ain't my parent no more. <laughs> like no, like you don't know. You don't know people's yeah. people. Yeah. people have, that's why I Yeah, that's true. Because you. We are out here, homie. We are out here. We are out here. We are out here. Like, you don't know if it's something big, small, but to you, mm-hmm. it might be something horrible. Like, what I just did is just four years later, she's doing something bigger than mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And you might see it and be like, that's nothing, girl. I did that five years ago. Like, yeah. you know, I'm a veteran at that. Like, that's nothing. Yeah. Right? And then it, vice versa. So you don't want to open. Oh, God, no. I never want. Because you'll never see the person the same. Exactly. You'll never, no matter how much you try, no matter how much you are non-judgmental, and you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, yo, you're not perfect either. I know I'm not perfect, but goddamn, yeah. you did some nasty-ass shit. Like, you you never know. I yeah. never want that yeah. in my head, man. Yeah. That's true. Mm-mm. That's true. That's true. Yeah. How so, up? better no you you won't poke around and one day you won't poke too far and be like ah, i need therapy <laughs> <laughs> what did i do i'm gonna unpoke that please ah like you go gonna poke it what do they say don't 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 uh poke, poke the them. sleeping bit no that's wrong uh don't. but no don't don't go looking for something you don't want you're not ready for the answer uh, what was i think uh what Killed Curious George. Curiosity <laughs> killed, killed the cat. Killed the cat. The cat. But there was something else that... The cat has nine lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that. Rebuttals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I said it to you because you tried saying that to me. Well, ladies, um, I, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll finish it off with just... Um, I guess the I, I don't I don't even know what we were talking about. We talked about so many things. <laughs> I know I don't even think we were on the. We were not self- on topic today. No. We weren't supposed to do self self uh, self development self care. Yeah. self, you know. It's okay. Um, I like this better. Yeah, it was more <laughs> yeah, organic. Exactly. It was very organic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was thank fun. you for letting me talk because I talk so much. No, but thank I thank you for coming on. Um, That's what podcasts are for. There you go. Mm, exactly. exactly. And I'll just leave it at like guys honestly just be true to yourselves self-awareness is the number one thing like mm-hmm. before anything else is you have to be self-aware of who you are what triggers you what doesn't trigger you what you are harboring and we need to do these things before we get married before we have children because you're gonna pass this shit on believe it That's or not true. you're gonna pass it on to your husband you're gonna pass it on to your kids now you got damaged kids running around because you're damaged right and so you don't want you don't want that and i don't mean like damage like in like i shouldn't even say damage but whatever you're dealing with exactly. right it could be just like self-esteem like just a little bit 
that little bit will fester. And then next thing you know, you give it to your kids. And now your daughter is like, you know, and then your husband or so on and so forth. So uh, just self-aware, find these, find those things out about yourself and then nip it in the butt. And take it, take it one day at a time. Take it one day at a time and be real with yourself. And forget about what society says and Cardi B and whatnot. And like, you know. <laughs> No, I'm not going to fuck him and take some money or whatever. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to love him and I care for him. Why doesn't anybody talk about these things in rap? But no, we're all about savages and like getting yours and like, you know, fuck niggas get money and da da da. Like it's becoming our culture. And even if you're Muslim or Somali, whatever the case may be, you may not use it in those exact words, but we. we, we, It does rub off on you. It does rub off on you, right? And so now we're becoming. You think you have to be tough to like, but you don't. Just let it go, man. Just be real. Nobody wants to deal with that. If you walk in there going, I don't want to talk to you. What the hell? What are you barking at, bro? Like, just relax. Everybody give each other a hug, you know? And so just be, that's what I would just leave it at is be real. And if you have anything that you want to work out, there's no better day to do it than today. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no other better day. Because if I didn't have the conversation, my father, you don't know if my father would have been here or not. Right? Definitely. You don't know these things. Yeah. And I would have left it and left it and left it. And then took it to my husband. And then my husband's gonna be like, Whoa, Bye. what is wrong with you, bro? Yeah. Right? And so so are there so and then my kids and so other so forth. So I would just say, do it, do it now. There's no other there's no better day than today. And get yourself somebody that you could talk to and no, don't let it be a friend. I do I advocate like don't let it be a friend because your friends can only help you so much. That's These true. are individuals that have a different light about you and you're never gonna be fully real with them. And if you are, they're only human beings, they might turn around and judge you because that is what human beings do. Not because your friend is a horrible friend, but that is what human beings do. So get yourself you're in university. There are so many resources that are free that I'm an idiot that I didn't take. And now I'm, t- I'm, I'm using it through my work because it's there and it's free. And I'm paying for it monthly anyways for my benefit. Yeah. Right? And so I'm, I pushed my brother to do it. I pushed my sister to do it. Like anybody and everybody. I'm like, go talk to someone. Let everything out. Like I have anxiety and I don't know why. My best friend's getting married and does that mean I'm jealous? I don't know. Figure it out. That's true. Figure it out. Talk, let, let, talk. let that information out. Out. Yeah. Something is bothering you. Mm-hmm. You may not be jealous. Mm-hmm. Maybe you feel like the clock is ticking. Yeah. Right? And, we, and, we and that's to, fine. Yeah. And we need to... We Maybe growing up, we didn't develop these mechanisms, but we need to develop them at some point. At some point. Because, so you can, you can yeah. give it to your family. You can give it to your friends. Mm-hmm. You can give it to your children, inshallah, and okay. change this, like... Don't look at me in the eyes. Yeah, the culture cycle. that we have. The cycle needs to end. Yeah. The cycle needs to end. End the cycle. Yeah. End the cycle. Mm-hmm. Break the wheel. That's what this <laughs> podcast could be called. End the cycle. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. Like this episode. I yeah. Mean. yeah. And can I just say, yeah. Queen Book. Yes. I understand now why Muhammad wanted you to be on Shaykh oh. Shaykh. You are Thank a bomb.com host. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We need to learn from you. I don't know shit. <laughs> you're like a I great shit. conversationalist. Oh, you're really good. And you're you. really good at hosting. Thank and you. I can tell because this episode is bomb.com because of you. Because oh. a lot of times when you have, like we, we've just been doing this for a year. Yeah. And it is kind of hard. Yeah. And we're still getting used to it, yeah. but we can tell that you already are. Oh, thank and thank you, you for being Just with like us today. God. And it's all about your. Don't you hate when you have guests and they don't talk? <laughs> I know. Well, like, we don't even have to like. Yeah, I'm like, like listening. I'm like, yes. Yeah, I we're just like we're I literally do. like the audience oh, right I now. Right yeah. people, uh-huh. like, I sit people down. I'm like, look. You ain't about to come on this show and make me do all the work. <laughs> you better talk. Like, I hate when that happens. By the way, how do, how do you, like, on Checo Checo, you're just, like, behind the camera and you're, like, prompting people. Yeah. 
I mean, it's nice at least that they're taking the prompts. Yeah. But do you ever deal with people that just don't take the prompt? Oh, I've flipped tables before. Well, I have him. I'm not going to lie to you. I've had live shows that went downhill because people were just like, I'm not going to talk. Then why are they there? I, yeah, why are they I, I, I walk right back into the green room and I'm just, I'm losing it. Do not. I hate that. You, you are there to entertain. Why is somebody listening to your podcast? If you weren't entertaining, they would go listen to their mom. Exactly. Like, well, what's true. the point? There's a reason that they want to talk. They want to listen to you. Mm. Give them a reason mm. and continue to give them that reason. And so I tell everybody the same thing. This is the things that we're going to talk about and you're going to talk. We're going to have a conversation. Yeah. If you're not having a conversation, then I have to move on to the next person. And then you will never come back. Ooh. Ooh. It has to be that. It has to be that. Yeah, what's the point of what is what it? Well, they'll eat you in the comments themselves, not even me. Yeah. Literally, they'll be like, yo, no, who brought the deaf the mute? <laughs> who brought the deaf mute? Don't even bring them back. Do you guys or ever, her or he or whatever. Do you guys ever do like a practice session before? No, what we do is we give out information the week before. Not the week before, a couple of days before, because everything's so ever-changing. Mm-hmm. So we give them information. We say these are the topics. Topic one, topic two, juicy topic, listener letter, and so forth and so forth. And then they have that information, and they're bullet points. And so you could gather enough information. Like, if we're talking about Donald Trump, so if it's Donald Trump going after uh, blah, 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 then you're going to do the research on it. Like, yeah. just l- literally simple Google. Like, what happened? Ah, called him an asshole. You went on a Twitter rant. Yeah, let's talk about it. It's yeah. the usual, just right? Know what you're Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. Yeah. Go look it up. Let's yeah. talk about that. Give me your take. Mm-hmm. The do's, the don'ts. Like, some people are like, yo, shit happens. Mm-hmm. He cheated on you. Still, Stay with him. And then there's other people that are like, yo, drop Me. him, drop him like it's odd. So we just talk about it and I want to get your, your point. And I, that's the other thing is never, ever, don't ever feel like you have to be uh, the same as the other person. So if they say leave him, you don't ever have to be like, yes. You have to do it. Then the whole show is going to be, yes, yes, leave him, leave him. Let's, we all, let's, all. let's all hold hands. We all agree. Kumbaya. Great show, everybody. Thank you. No, yeah, the, no. the best shows are the shows with people with conflicting views. views. Because For then everything. you agree with at least one person, right? Course, like, yeah. if, if and everyone... everybody has someone to relate yeah. to. Yeah. And that's what I always tell my guests. Yeah. That's exactly what I tell them. Because some people will be like, oh, they're going to think I'm a uh, misogynistic asshole. I'm like, there's going to be a thousand people that are agreeing with you. <laughs> Believe it or not. Like, there have been yeah. times where I've wanted to... Yeah, fight people. I know on your show. I know, but you sit there in with your but family. But then you see someone else comment back, like, and you're like, uh, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, or you sit together, day, and yeah. you're literally like, oh, I can't believe you said that. And then your sister's like, Why? Well, I think he's right. Yeah. What? Yes, that's that, a fight. That, that I can't believe you. You, be- I can't believe you agree with him. And you're like, Yeah, I do. What the hell? Yeah, guess what? The person who you think is so disgusting, you have one in your house. <laughs> that's true. Am I not right? Like, yeah, misogynistic that's that. That's your dad. Yeah, that's you, What are you trying to... Uh, By the way, how, your brother. How, did your, how did your family react when, they, when you told them about Sheikha Shaka and they watched it? And um, they were, my mother is very supportive. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like our mini manager, but like is not our manager. Mm-hmm. So she's like, okay, I think. I'm like, yeah, what do you think, mom? Mm-hmm. I listen to her. She's my, she's my bestie. So oh. my dad, on the other hand, is very much like, uh, can you hurry up and become Oprah <laughs> so we could get all the money and uh, be you showed your you showed a little bit of collarbone so can you please cover that up was it please? always like that though like even in the beginning yeah like he was never my dad but we they kind of knew that I was going to do something mm-hmm. like they they knew that I wasn't just gonna like work for a living like I, I, everybody's always told me something along the lines of like you're gonna be a great reporter or you're gonna do this or you're gonna do that yeah. and I was just like like as a public figure basically. yeah I was like sure like I was like sure but I need to go make some money and yeah. a living and buy like property that's what life is and mm-hmm. so I don't know what you guys are talking about and so now that I started doing it it's almost like they they they, they were like yes 
yes, you you are going to do this. Like, mm-hmm. you were going to do this. We know that you were going to do it. It's almost accepted. Mm-hmm. So, but they're not against it. And uh, sometimes I have family members that are like, rah, 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 and those ones are most like, say it to me. Nobody says that ever to me. Yeah, no one will. So I don't. If you don't have the balls to say it to me, then we don't have a conversation. Just go be mad over there in the corner. <laughs> Face the corner, though. Face the wall. Face the wall right now and get mad at the wall. Mm-hmm. And that's how I treat them. And they yeah. do it. And they're like, rah, 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 rah. Like, okay, good. You can never say it to me. And they're like, okay. And that's how I hold it down. Like, they don't, nobody has the balls to do it. And when they do, is the point, then we could talk about it then. And inshallah, that doesn't happen because I don't want that kind of stress. Exactly. But everybody's very supportive my brother my sisters everybody comes to my live shows if i do it in ottawa they always watch it whenever an episode drops mm-hmm. sometimes my mother my mother and father don't like it when i swear so you'll see it on the episodes that i'll say it i'm like i'm sorry <laughs> it happens you know yeah. so so she's always like why you go fuck fuck fuck? <laughs> fuck 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 i don't know and then my dad's like i know she always say fuck 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 i'm like both of you are saying fuck right now <laughs> you need to stop but they, it, it, nobody like the, from one side she want they would just want better for me and then my dad's a father so he's always like cover up i was wearing a turtleneck dad i know make sure it goes right up to your face like, <laughs> okay like but so it's a father it's a father yeah. right so that's it so alhamdulillah though nobody nobody has ever yeah it's never that's never good. negative and how do, how do you feel about like because there's a lot of other somali because you know like 2016 especially mm. a lot of somali youtubers came out 2016 yeah. or and 17? No, 16. 2016, wow. the year before. Even 2017. Yeah. So, like, oh, there's a lot of Somali channels that are kind of doing Sheko Sheko esque work. Yeah, I love it. You love it? I absolutely. I always say, I'm like, do it. Mm-hmm. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Please do it. Why? Because it gives us competition. It gives us something to have a benchmark on. If you're the only person on the lane, you're always going to be amazing. Even though you're going two kilometers per hour, they're going to be like, you're, that's great. Look at you go. Wow. wow. Making change. Look at you. But when there's somebody next to you, then you could at least look and be like, all right, motivation, let's go. So I, we absolutely love it. And we take a lot of hiatuses for other projects. So we, uh, my, our last episode, I said, yeah. go, just flourish while we're mm-hmm. gone, right? Mm-hmm. And then don't let us catch up to you. That when wasn't cool, gonna... though. You guys were gone for, like, so long. That wasn't and then a you hiatus. Drop one, yeah. And then you're like, yeah, we're going to be gone for a bit longer. Yeah. Deuces. I know. <laughs> what was that about? I know. A lot of people, like, when I tell you, I've never, like, I love the support, but it's also a lot of angry people that are just like, well, I don't appreciate it. I'm like, because you guys were gone for so long just to tell us, oh yeah, we're gonna, we're be, gonna gone be gone for, gone for a bit longer. Yeah. And we're like, yeah. what? It's, it's very hard to like. It's 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 a lot of work, guys. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. Yeah, to you. It's yeah. extremely a lot of work, and we're not funded. Like we all work, right? We all have full time jobs, and then we have these cat like these panelists that also have full time. LJ comes from Edmonton, guys. Like that's oh, not. Uh, yeah, LJ is majority gone. I have, we have to systematically, like, wait for him to come back okay. and do an episode, yeah. So it's very hard, and uh, which is fine, but inshallah in the new year after this movie, we're going to come hard, and we're going to, inshallah, even make it more diverse. I'm sorry, you said in the new year. You mean new year 2018? 2018. So we're doing the movie right now. Yeah. We're going to start shooting in five days. Our lives are going to be on lock for, like, all of January, mm-hmm. majority of February. And then we start back up, inshallah. Okay. Oh, that's, so, that's not too bad. Yeah. I thought, like, that was going to take a yeah. long... No, 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 no. We're going to come... We're definitely going to come back. And we're, we're looking to do other shows, too. Something a little bit more diverse, right? Okay. Less Somali. It's, it gets kind of hard after just, like... You need to branch out. Yeah, you need to branch out, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And some audience. people say that, and then some people are like... Shh. 
Keep no, I mean, all, like, it's I like, like that it's, you know, Somali, but, like, for you guys, for growth, you guys definitely need yeah. a bit more, you know? Yeah, like, because you're only, if, if you only target one specific core audience, and Somali people, honestly speaking, we're not that many, Yeah, you're only going to get so many viewers. If you want more views, you yeah. need to, especially with, with you guys are making the this movie. don't tend to put They're not going to put no money into it. Mm-hmm. Imagine, like, like, I can't, like, right now, if you guys were like, hey, support us on Patreon, you guys would get stoned. Yeah. If you guys sit on your YouTube channel, support us through Patreon, yeah. or give us money, or like anything like that, yeah. that's when you're gonna lose everything. I know. And Somali is just like that. It's it's annoying and it's. We can even sell merch. We don't even trust the Somali community for no, merch. No, you can't. They're not gonna buy it. Merch, like no. you get something out of it—a hat, a sweater, mm-hmm. something that says "Check or Check" on it. Yeah. yeah. I got tuition to pay, bro. My mama <laughs> needs the money. Yeah. No, you know. So people don't wanna. No. Yeah. That's to support the artists, you know? We, have to mm-hmm. we were talking about that in our last episode. Yeah. Um, we had this um, small YouTuber on our on our channel. Uh-huh. Um, and basically, we were just talking about, like, b- briefly, we spoke about, like, how small people, like, money-wise, we need to support people who are creative. Yeah. Whether they're doing YouTube, whether they're doing uh, paintings, whether yeah. they're doing digital art, whatever it is, we need to be able to support them because they just can't continue what they're doing. And a lot of the times when they start off, yeah. their audiences are Somali people. I know. And then so, we have to leave you guys behind exactly. at one point or another unless you stay with us and support. And by the way, support could be $10, $20. Mm-hmm. You eat $20, let's be honest. You guys, girls, go out right now. Yeah. You're dropping a 20 on food. Exactly. Yeah. I'm about to do the same thing, right? <laughs> so it's just, it is what it is. We figured it out. We're like... But I think we're getting better at it. Inshallah. Yeah. The movie will say much. Mm-hmm. We will see if you're but willing the movie to pay $20 to go see a movie. I'm sorry, did you say $20 for a ticket? Yeah. Is this a premiere only, or is it like the general showing? No, premiere. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's normal. That's 20 bucks for a premiere is amazing. There's going to be a premiere in every city, though. Yeah, so. It's a premiere in that going, city. You're, you're not <laughs> yeah. going to the premiere in every yeah. single city. Wait, are you guys, how are you guys going to release it, though? Oh, Have you depends, decided that yet? Depends, depends on distribution. Dis- distribution. Distribution. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay so, no. No, okay, so you guys haven't decided if it's going to be a no. theater type situation. No, but it will be about $20. But it'll oh, be $10. It could be $15. Yeah. It's not going to be more than 20 What's a 20 Mm-hmm. Everybody goes, everybody goes, ah, 20. Your abayas, your hijabs are more than 20. Yeah, exactly. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Your shoes, your this, your that. One time. Mm-hmm. Your food. That no, you but, shit out all the food afterwards. Yeah. No, but you a eat premiere, a 20 and you poop it out. Yeah, a premiere is a lot different than just going to a cinema see a to movie, see yeah. you No, know, well, then if you go see a regular, if you go to see a regular movie, then That's it's one the thing. regular prices. Yeah, exactly. Right? But a premiere is a whole No, but you're yeah. saying it's not that much of a difference. You're yeah. adding $8. What? Go to Cineplex, eleven ninety nine. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because if you're going to a premiere, you're going to experience. Is it 11? Is it 13? It's like 13. It's 13. Oh, oh snap. Okay. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. But I mean, like, when you're going to a premiere, it's a whole event. There's the panel show. There's, there's like, food and stuff like that. There's the actual movie. You get to meet the director. You get to meet some of the actors. Like, it's a whole event. It's not just me going to, yeah. you know, STC to see a movie, you know? So, if 20 is not bad at all. Yeah. 20 is pretty good. Inshallah. We'll see if it works out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. It's, it's going to be a make or break. It's going to definitely be like remove ourselves from the Somali community <laughs> or stay. Well, I think. Because this has been, remember, 2014 yeah. is when we started this, guys. Oh, really? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, remember? Back in like the UAE. Yesterday. 2014. Yeah. We were in uni, sis. I feel like it sounded familiar, but at the same time, like I just... I thought it was just starting. Your life has passed you by. <laughs> like, wallahi, yeah. That was a long time ago. That's four years, <laughs> four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, How long can we be like 
We'll see. Yeah. Oh, you mean Chef and Chef? Okay, I know Chef. Okay, I thought you guys were talking about planning the movie. That's not no, 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 no. The movie uh, just came about. Yeah. Okay. No, I knew and check it. Like I, I remember. I remember you guys had like some outdoor. Is that was it? Was that was like the first one of those for like because you had with the men. Yeah, I'll never forget that because like why is the one guy so bumpy? I'll never forget that. I just fell off my chair. God, I had literally had blood pressure, guys. I had to walk away. Like I can hear that in my head now. So upset. I don't know. And then I met one of the guys the other day at uh, at a science museum with his kids and my brothers and sisters. Yeah. I was like, hello. And his wife gave me a look. I was like, hmm. why did she get a look? Oh. I don't know, because I called her husband Bhakti. <laughs> that was the funny. Like, I think that was the first one. I think you said it or someone said Bhakti back yeah. with your heart. With your chest. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I was, it was like, awkward. It was, it was oh beautiful. Yeah. You said like, all of us, you know? And the I think like, somebody what? started smoking. Like on, like on air, like it, like it got so heated. Like one of the niggas like just lit up. I was like, Stress. I don't know what's going on here. Everyone's mad. Like that was. So like, funny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know I needed water funny? after. I was like, I was so mad. Like nobody was talking to each other. We'd take breaks and be like, wow. like segregated. Oh, like wow. two dudes would be here. I'll be over here. Like usually it's chill. Like how's it going, guys? How do you like the? You know how's it going? So no, far? you really came for nobody. The nobody's talking. Just no, but yeah. What killed me was like you guys always say on your episode. You know we're one big family. We all of each other I'm like why I know that can't be possible that can't we, be possible. we are a big family but we disagree with each other yeah. so nobody yeah. we make sure that their pettiness about we, we cannot have pettiness yeah. we have pettiness the whole entire empire will fall yeah, yeah. hands down so we have to check our pettiness we cannot if you have something to say say it on air mm-hmm. get out those views right yeah. but we are a big family in terms of the pettiness but in terms of like disagreement like you're, you're an idiot da 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 like of course that's gonna happen yeah. nobody agrees with us like, LJ is trying to look at me in the face and tell me that it is God's will, halal, for him to get himself a virgin after he ran through every Becky and Kelly. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, yes. I, think I said, really? I Nobody cancel. wants your STDs. Nobody wants your rotten dick. Like, get out of here. Like, we're fighting over here, right? And he's looking at me like, what? Why not? Yeah. Do you know what it is? Then looks in the freaking camera and goes, Kabdana kakuja. I'm like, like throw my chair at the screen. I'm like, how can you say all of that? And then come, no, yeah. no. Yes, no. but it's true. Like, you think LJ is crazy? It is true. Oh it is God. true. Yeah, I'm actually might do a live video tonight, guys. It's 719. <laughs> oh, I got, you, re- you really need to do more of those. I got, no, I got somebody cool. saying in my DMs that like, me and him have been fighting. He, he's backwards. He's misogynistic. Misogyny is here. He went, he gave birth to misogyny. Like, the like, fact that you still entertain people that are like that. Oh, is yeah. Amazing. It's hilarious. You know it is. I love like, it. I love it. Have, Who wants to talk to a sane person? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to talk to a sane person? Like, oh, I, I think you should get benefits, and I'm right behind you as a woman, and I think that you could be anybody. Why get out of here? I want to hear some stupid shit. Like, talk to me. That's nothing. That's that's how you are supposed to think. That's that's the majority. That's the same people. That's if I want to talk to somebody like that, I'll talk to you. I'll go talk to my Muhammad. I'll talk to. I. This one's nuts. This one is sending me <laughs> naked pictures of other women and saying, "Yeah, I get this. I get that." Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give it to me. Yeah. These you know women respect us. You're Unlike you, we are kings. I love that. Yes. We're going on. We're going on live together, brother. Let's talk. Yo, I'm ready for that. Oh my you know god. You have to have so a certain level of emotional maturity. Yeah. 
to be able to like I think that's what you guys have on Shaka Shaka honestly yeah because it's because you can't able, hate. be able to respect somebody else <coughs> even though they have different opinions from you yeah. you have to have maturity to be able to do so 100% if we are in an era right now guys that if you are completely different than I am I hate you first of all that's it that's I'm Christian true. you're Muslim I hate you if you think that black lives matter you go oh, all lives matter we hate each other Nobody's talking to each other. Why do you think that way? Who hurt you? What's going on? Maybe didn't somebody didn't hurt you. Why do you think that way? Let's just have a conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. I'm not saying you're right or wrong. I'm not entertaining anything. I'm literally just having a conversation. The same man that I want to have a conversation with, inshallah, <laughs> tonight live, I'm going to time a text message. Or I'm going to send him a message right now. So I'm going to call you in an hour and a half. It's going down. It is the same man that literally went on his channel. He lives in Brussels. And said, Queen Book, you fucking fat cow. And then called the man, you fucking skinny witch. Fat people and skinny people are both getting it. All right? Doesn't matter. So you guys live on Section 8. And then the other day sent me him smoking a blunt. And you're not so blocking him. I don't know. There's a mattress behind him on the floor. <laughs> Who lives in Section 8? I'm going to ask to see his income tax. I'm going to show my income tax. Who's making money over here? You have a mattress on the floor with garbage. I'm going to show you my apartment. Let's see. Let's see. Let's talk. Why are you calling me these things? What did I ever do to you? I can't wait. What's well, entertainment? Like, you what did I ever do to you? And yeah. he's going to dig his grave. And he's going to dig his grave. And he's going to lay in it. And yeah. he's going to sit there. And everything he said, everything he sent me, I'm going to ask him, why did you call me that? Who is this woman's breast that you sent me? Why did you send me this? I didn't, I didn't deserve any of these. Who are these women? Did you sleep with all of them? Yes, you did. Why? Because you're a king. Oh, okay. This is what it's like the audience you're, having, you're here. having the rational part of the conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just allowing his. I love that's it. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. it. That's, that's the amazing. entertainment part. That's amazing. That's the entertainment part. That's the same guy with the medic that was like, "I'm gonna fucking marry you. You're gonna bring me to the country." That was the funniest. No. like I was crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I said, "I'm gonna. If you want to go stupid, let's go stupid." I said, "I want my tits done. I want. I'm lighter than I can't. This whole body, I'm this No. Yes. No. Yes. We're fighting. I want your friend. Ah. <laughs> that was the most entertaining. Like I was getting, I like they, they were like, "Can you co- like, can you come to the event? They're waiting for you." And I was like, "I, I can't. I'm in my car. I can't leave this. This is the best thing." That's it was so funny. <laughs> you need oh to make God. like a proper full segment. You know, <coughs> it may not be funny all the time. Session, a weekly, no, not weekly. It may not be funny much. all the time though. That's true. It just needs to be like spontaneous. Spontaneous. Happen. Yeah, you know what I do when I'm wearing makeup. <laughs> That's that's the schedule I go on. Is when I have the I have the energy to put on makeup. I'm like, ah, oh, put on makeup. All right, let's. let's you know, because I'm, I'm so not a social media person. Iman's really good with that. Iman's like always like and ah, looking good, looking fresh, always entertaining. She's like, you want to get on? I'm like, yeah, I'm. She caught me once. I had dental work. I'm oh, like, I saw that. Yeah, and I was like, I did talk. Why'd you why'd you put me on this? <laughs> Get off. <laughs> so I'm not, Iman's very good with that. I, I have to start doing it more and more and more. No, so. we're going to go home tonight and we're basically going to watch you go live. Yeah, yo, I'm that? actually going to, so I'm going to send him a message. Mm-hmm. Let's, it's seven. I was supposed to do it on Friday. All right. So yeah, we're going to go home. Yeah. And we're going to watch you tonight. Inshallah. With that, um, I, can Little I call him a man? What can I call him? I don't know. An individual. An individual. Yeah. Okay. And Human. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be giggling all night long, but just to close this off for yeah. today. Um, how can our listeners find you? So you can follow me. Uh, my social media is Queen Book. So that's Q 
Q-U-E-E. Don't worry, we're going to spell it on the description. Oh, are you? Awkward. All right, I was going to spell You could have just let her finish, though. Queen. I, I forgot how to spell queen. You see me? I was like, Qua. Sound it out. Queen, book, and book is B-U-U-Q. Um, so you can find me on social media on there. On, on Instagram, I don't have Facebook, which I probably should. Uh, if you do decide to follow me in a couple of weeks and you notice that everything has been shifted to another account, don't be surprised. But either way, people will know. And then you can also find us on Shaka Shaka on YouTube. Check out our channel, S-H-E-E-K-O, S-H-E-E-K-O, no spaces. Check us out on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment. And share with a friend. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily just a Somali friend. No, a non-Somali friend. Yeah. Share with, friend. Yeah. Share share with everyone. Black friends. Yeah. Share with your brown white friends. White people have money. Exactly. We, and we need that <laughs> money. Share it with white rich people. white people. <laughs> yeah, and if you guys want to join in this conversation and talk a little bit more about any of the random assortment of topics we spoke about today, you can always DM us, tweet us, add us, uh, add a bon podcast on Instagram or Twitter. Or you can email, email us. us. Yep. Send yeah. us an email at abornchronicles at gmail.com. Or Slide into our DMs, Curious Cat. Curious Cat, if you're feeling anonymous and you don't yeah. want to you know, expose yourself and shit and want to ask us haram questions. No, ask us haram questions. Don't ask us haram questions. We don't have the experience to help you with haram questions. <laughs>